0: Max, I've seen you too much this week. Too much, too much, too much. Aren't you tired of hearing my voice yet?
1: No, but I mean, how can you have too much of me?
0: <laughs> See what I mean? Living up to his name of the <laughs> arrogant one. You know what, Max? We have a we have a, we have questions. We have a race recap to talk about. So, I think it's time we just drop that intro.
2: Nitro is the glory.
0: Yes, indeed. nitros is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 153 of the No Name RC podcast. I'm your host, Keena White, a.k.a. Left it Great. To my left over there is Maximus Mortimus, or we call him now the Arrogant One. What's going on, Max? We have, we have somebody joining us here, but he wants to wait till we do all our introduction and all that. So, you know, he's special. So, you know, we got to wait and give him a special introduction and all that type of stuff. He's blessing us with his presence. So, Max. Wow, uh, we I would to go that far. Yeah, we, yeah, but he thinks that. He thinks that. Um, we had a great weekend. Um, we've been busy. We did three lives this week. Um, excuse me. And, wow, it, 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 we, we were, like, in tune with R.C. this week and uh we're here again monday because you know what we had a great race Mm -hmm. we got to talk about it we have some questions so before i do that you know i I just want to say thank you to everybody who tuned in with us this weekend it was fun uh we had a blast thank you i know the races were going on it was your weekend but we had about 50 60 people per live so thank you for that and people are downloading and listening to it afterwards so that's even better um Thank you to everybody that joined us on the live this week. It was really good. Um, I, I greatly appreciate that. And um, thank you to everybody, um, you know, around the world that supports this podcast. We got some great messages this weekend, this today, which I'm very happy about. We got messages from people in Sweden, and America. They are very happy with what we've done this weekend. So to, to me, that means a lot. And thank you, Max, because you was really the one who put that all together and had everything on schedule and you know, all that good stuff, except for Friday. He was a little bit miffed about Friday and not being on schedule, but Hey, we still yeah. pulled it off. We still pulled it off. <laughs> um, so thank you to th- those guys. Thank you to all the NNRC squad around the world. We love you guys, man. Thank you for all the love you show us. Thank you to the patrons of the podcast. They help k- keep these, ele- keep this electricity on and help us get new equipment and all that type of stuff and travel to races. So Thank you for that. If you wish to be a Patreon, there's a link in the written description of this podcast. Uh, they get early releases and stuff like that. We will be getting back to regular interviews next week, uh, rounding up the end of this year, and um, yeah, getting back to you know focusing on NNRC 2.0. And of course, we have to thank the awesome sponsors of the podcast. I have to say this: if you're a company that wishes to that believes in what we're doing and think this is a great platform to promote your business, shoot me an email. Uh, but thank you to the current sponsors that we have, and they are Mayako, which I'm sure we're going to talk about today, Beach RC, High Tech RCD, TNR Fuels, Techno RC, Lugs Racing Tire, Sun City RC Raceway, Racecraft USA, Papa Willy's Traction Tonic, Donovan RC, JQ Scale Motorsports, Invisible Speed, So Diode App, and of course, House of RC. Oh, and RCGP. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. So thank you to all those sponsors. Remember guys, links and coupon codes, affiliate links are all in the written description of this podcast. Uh, any love you can show the sponsors, sponsors, shows the podcast some love. So thank you to those sponsors and thank you to the people that support us by supporting those sponsors. All right, Maxi, Maxi, Maxi. So should we bring in our guest and, uh, or should we talk about how much fun we had in the watch party on the discord or should we just let him because he didn't he didn't want to join us so you know hmm. he's too he's too yeah, big we too. had
1: i mean we had we had a lot of fun on there mm-hmm. there were people people in uh we watched the main and was having a laugh uh good analysis going on everything so definitely being doing that uh, for every big race next year probably that was a lot of fun Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun, for sure.
0: Yes, it was. So uh, if you haven't joined our Discord, yeah. it, uh, the link is in the mm-hmm. description. And look, the point of yeah. the Discord, everybody, is to make conversation. So don't be nervous about going in there and talking. I'm about to ban JQ from there, so we'll be all right. And, <laughs> well, you know, you know how it goes. Um, but, yeah, we want people to talk. It's all about uh, building that community of people who who really like RC like we do, Mm -hmm. and um, people from all over the world so we can share different experiences, help, knowledge, meet new people. That's what I like about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, like, there's a lot of people who drive RC, but they don't really have people locally who race with them or anything. So, like, this is a great sort of place for people around the world, just chat about it, how they're (sighs) wrenching, they're traveling to a race or whatever, or they just want to talk about RC, like, you you like some old RC videos? Then you can post on it somewhere, and people talk about it and watch it. And I've been definitely having some great conversation with people that I've never probably even talked to before. And uh, it's really great. It's it's not like Facebook where it's all like public and you have to make a comment. It's it's just people chatting about, and it's that's that's what makes it mo- most fun. We're closing in on two fifty, I
3: think. Yeah, we're soon.
0: We're at two twenty eight. We got a lot of members over yeah. the weekend, and the goal is 300 to 500 by the end of the year. I don't think 500 is possible, but, yeah, the more people that get into that, yeah. and I just want it to be, you know what I want it to be like? The old S-Grid, you know, like people coming to there having fun. Hopefully, we got some pro drivers in there that may want to give some advice once in a while. <clears throat> we have JQ. Mm-hmm. That's close yeah. enough. He was, in the, he was a big part of the old <laughs> S-Grid. So, yeah, you know all that stuff. Um, I don't know, man. I think, you know what? I think we're going to just bring this guy in because he's he looks like he wants to talk. And I have some bones to pick with him right now. So, yeah, here we go. <laughs> it, it was nobody special, people. It's just Joseph. Just people.
4: <laughs> I am special.
0: We know that. We know that you're special. In your brain, you're special. You know? In your world, you are special. What's Other on?
4: people also say I'm special.
0: Yes, and not in a good way. Your mom? Yeah, your mom definitely thinks you're special. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's up, Josie? How are you? Uh, you've been probably busy editing all weekend. You've been super quiet, or maybe you've been quiet for other reasons, which I'm about to ask you about. So, um,
1: it's really now the time. It's now the time. No, it's the time because in he didn't. He, was,
0: he didn't join us on Friday when we talked about this. Surprisingly, he did not want to join us this weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was busy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you was busy. I'm sure he was. So really, yeah. Uh-huh. hmm Mm-hmm. Getting contracts ready. Maybe? I've been going
4: to bed at six AM.
0: Wow, it takes that long. i been to get going a,
4: to bed at six AM. Do
0: got a Mayako contract up and going?
4: No, those are already done.
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, Joseph, I haven't seen you. You've been very aloof since this was made. This announcement. Look me in the eyes, Joseph. <laughs>
4: So I look into the camera, okay. Look
0: into the camera. So, uh, David Ranafalk and Adrian Bertin left HP. We both have said okay. many times over you and I that those are two guys that you would hire if we could, or if you yeah. could. Sorry. I see, I see it. I see it in your eyes already. I see it in your eyes already. I see it. I see it. I see it in your eyes already.
4: So you just know that I have a spare 100,000 euros or whatever. I, I. It's just no problem.
0: I don't know how you do it, but you do it. You know what I mean? So
4: <laughs> So is right. this your official take now? You literally have tears in your eyes already. Yeah, because I think you really believe this.
0: Because you, got, you I, 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 I have hope. You know what I mean? I really do. And I have hoped that you have created some one of the biggest surprises and one of the biggest things in RC you could ever think of and pull off something as great as it would be for the Viking and Adrian Bertin to join Mayaku. Okay. So that's your well, answer? Well,
4: do you expect I'm going to tell you something here?
0: I just putting pieces together, you know, your aloofness, not, you know, usually if somebody leaves, you'll be all talking to me about it. And where do you think it's going? Oh, I heard this. And I heard that you have said nothing to me
3: (laughs) in the last four
4: days.
0: So, you know what? I still have hope. I still have hope, you know, hope and prayer. I'm realistic. I'm realistic. I am.
4: No, that's, that's fine. something is, is up for sure even something even, more, is up for even, sure. even more fun now
0: <laughs> you see what i mean Max? okay
4: i can't i can't tell a lie i can't tell a lie so we signed adrian to jq racing so i left jq racing and now he's going to take it over and he's going to make it great again <laughs> so i left to moyako and they went to jq
0: yeah i don't believe that um i don't believe that part <laughs> You know, I just... That just does... That now sounds unrealistic. You know what I mean?
4: Well, that's... Isn't that equally unrealistic as if they joined Mayaka? No. No. Okay. No.
0: No, not at all.
4: He's trying to... He's trying
1: to deflect, you know? He's I know who, to I, the I know, JQ. He's did. trying to deflect.
0: <laughs> he's trying to... He's been deflecting all week. But anyway, um, Joseph, even if you did sign him, I know you wouldn't say it her anyway, so... But I'm looking at your eyes, dude. That tells me everything I need to know. That I still have hope. <laughs> <laughs> that there's still hope. <laughs>
1: okay. Gage's eyes give Keenan hope.
0: All right. All right. So I mean, we we did touch on this on Friday, but I just wanted to get, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Um, this is big, big freaking news, dude. This is like when LeBron left Cleveland and went to Miami. This is like when Drake and TLR parted ways.
4: Yeah, I mean. Honestly, Rodney Falk was the guy that we wanted to sign for Majako. So there was a very short list of drivers. So it, it was, well, yeah, very short. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> and uh, But we were sort of trying to sign him for 2023. And, like, it was a legit plan to do so. So now that he switched already now, it didn't really... Uh, match what we thought was going on, and also I knew he had a contract that wasn't over yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he left you know? that contract. Yeah, I don't believe you, but anyway. So,
4: no, it it really is true. No, no, I know about our contract. goal was to legitimately that. sign Tronifalk. That was the goal. That okay, was no. my. You output. said that
0: to me many times, so.
4: Yeah, but I still don't, don't it was for 2023.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we just got bumped up a year. There we go. Uh, (laughs) So um, both of you are being so aloof. You know that the
4: car doesn't exist, like the car doesn't actually exist yet. You know, so to sign a driver, he can't test the car. He's never driven the car. He's just going to sign, like switch from a good deal to sign to a brand that doesn't exist yet.
0: He's never driven the car. Okay. I don't believe that. I don't <laughs> He has that. never driven the car. I don't believe that. Joseph? Okay. Until but, he makes okay, his okay. announcement, I am still hopeful.
1: But let's exclude Mayako now. What yes. are they like? If I'm David Ronafog, what are my options now? Like, realistically, it's X ray or
4: infinity. Almost. X-ray. Yeah, except there's one thing, though. If he goes to X ray, then Ty is there already, right? Yeah. So I know. they would so basically X-ray have so- to admit. Yeah, but they they already had issues in the past.
1: Yeah, like Tesman and Ronapolk aren't gonna go well together. So it's it's pretty it pretty much is infinity or then some brands like Horizon, TLR I AE think. pull a cat out of the bag. But for, for Ronapolk's if he if he would go to TLR, I think that would be a, a bit of a dumb move at the point.
0: Yeah, but they have the money.
4: And I they, think that the X ray sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, X-Ray would be good, except Tessman was there. If Ty yeah. was leaving, then it would make sense. But since he's there, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. And for Infinity, knowing David as well as I do and Adrian, I don't think they would do that because it's so risky. Like, HB yeah. is here, you know? It's not really going to go anywhere, I would assume. Mm-hmm. But Infinity is like, he can just wake up and be like, fuck this shit, <laughs> and then it's done, you know? Like yeah. he already did. Like he just fired Reinhard and Lee Martin, like we don't know why really. Maybe there was some reason, but they didn't had no idea it was coming. Mm-hmm. So it just infinity is the kind of deal where if it's your income, if mm-hmm. if that's how you earn a living, then it's a risky way to earn your living. Do you see what I mean? Because it can just Yeah, yeah. One day you wake up okay. and then it's all gone. So I just don't see them. They they I don't see them going to Infinity. Infinity is the, the place is, where drivers go when they don't have any other options to get that kind of deal. Do you see what I mean? Like mm-hmm. most of the guys yeah. really who went there were sort of older the end of their career well, or they are in on road where they can't really get the big money deals anywhere. So it's like that's the only choice. But in off road there are deals like Horizon. They could sign anyone they want, really, if they just decided to, and they don't really have anyone in Europe.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they right? they already signed the biggest earning guy in RC Cavallari.
4: Yeah, right. but that's not they Europe. They signed so. Cavallari in America. That's, they need. Yeah, they need but Europe. why why don't they care about Europe? They had a great presence
1: yeah, I mean, in Europe that's before. The thing, like, yeah, they Horizon could easily sign Ronafolk and build Europe around that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but yeah. From Ron Fox's perspective, I don't see that as a smart that as a smart move, really, because I know he wants to win. No, because I of think, the car,
0: I think he can win. I, I think mean. so.
1: They have a new car coming, though. Yeah. So yeah, but I, I I they I heard that he's been running it since Silver State, and uh, I looked at so some Fend. pictures from Fend Yeah, and, Fend Cav. and Cav and, and Cav. <clears throat> and I've looked at some pictures from AMS and uh, from the Nationals. And to me, it looks like it's just new A and B blocks, and then new C and D blocks. The rear arm is a bit longer. The hub it yeah, I tried looks to similar. See the I don't know if rear different.
4: hub, but there were no pictures of it.
1: Yeah, I think I uh, to me, the rear hub hub looks the same, but the arm is definitely longer. The the pin width narrower is definitely pivot. narrower. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's not it's not as narrow as something like HB. It's close to like AE X-ray and the new Mugen. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. It's a oh, conundrum, yeah. but it was a bomb dropped. I mean, usually we get these bombs at the end of silly season, but in true Viking style, he came in slashing mm-hmm. and yeah.
1: And it weird, it was weird because it was the AMS weekend mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Like the time to announce. Like why don't why did oh. they announce it then? I don't know. What about uh,
4: Ogden now? Yeah, is he going to stay up or? I
1: mean, I mean, that's the thing. Like I, someone, I saw some distributors post on Facebook that they were hopeful for HB that they had a, some call with them or whatever, and they were looking good for HB. So maybe HB is looking to sign some guy as well, uh, to, re- to replace run Obviously there's no way they're going to get anyone as big, mm-hmm. uh, because he's, he's with Ongaro he's the biggest guy in Europe, but if they don't sign a huge guy, then this is sort of big boots for Cole to fill mm-hmm. for real. Like, he, he has to succeed now. He can't really do how he's done this year, where he might get a second or a third in and then just, did, like, DNFs every other race.
4: You know what I hope? Hmm? I hope they do RCGP. <laughs> <laughs>
0: HB? Yeah. That,
4: like, that's the most important thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be... they don't like, stop yeah. RCGP. I
1: hope yeah, that's the thing. Like, if they don't get a guy, like, they... Like if they have only call, there there really isn't that big of a reason to do RCGP. But I and what what happens now to all the uh, like Swedish guys who run HB? Like Ambosberry, he's a fast guy. He's definitely going to be one of the fastest guys in Europe in a few years if he keeps going. Like yeah. is is that going to break down now? What's going to happen?
4: Who still runs HB in Europe? That's fast.
1: Um, pretty much only Swedish guys like okay. Ambosberry. In Europe,
0: yeah, you got Thomas
1: yeah, Musso, I think, some French guy, yeah, French guy, Thomas yeah, Musso, and them guys to run it.
0: Um, I just heard that it, it. it's funny because I said this in the last podcast, but I the day before this was announced, a guy messaged me and says, Hey, Lefty, he I'm not gonna say where he lives and all that stuff, but he lives in Europe. And he said, Um, you don't think it's a little strange that Rana Falk isn't saying anything about about um, HB lately? And he goes, Look, I can't even get a brand new kit. I've been waiting for a kit since such for months. Can't even get parts and all that stuff. <clears throat> and I was like, no, man, HB is all right. Like run a fucking gun anywhere. Like I think it's, and I said, I think his <laughs> contracts up to 2023. Then 24 hours later, boom. I was like, oh man, I messaged him and say, he said, you was right. <laughs> dude. You know, like amazing. So I don't know, man. I, Joseph, I am going to say something. For you not to say mm-hmm. anything or know anything about this is very, very strange. So I'm just going to leave it at that.
4: It's suspect.
0: Very, it's very, it's yeah. very suspect. And I know, I know that nervous little giggle that you have. I know it all too well. It usually comes with, <laughs> I have a plan. And that means usually means, I have a plan in which, lefty, you will do more it's work. It's not over
4: too, it's over.
0: It, that's true too. That's true too. Um, I was talking to to Ronald Falk today, um, teasing him and all that type of stuff. But, uh, he uh i I look forward he's not an idiot so he's gonna do something that he's uh he's gonna do like this is the only racer that out there that doesn't have a tire deal because he wants to be on the best tire out there you know what i mean so yes money is important to him and he needs it but winning is what's really important to him so it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes and all that type of stuff so anyway guys you know what um We're going to go in and talk about AMS, but before we do that, I just want to shout out and say thank you to TNR Fuels because here at the NNRC, we are all about that glory, and that glory is nitro. TNR Fuels is the hottest nitro fuel on the market, owned and operated by fellow racer Chris Nelson and his family. Made by racers for racers. TNR Fuels currently available throughout the USA. For more information to support the company or purchase some fuel, visit www.tnrfuels or contact Chris Nelson directly on Facebook or House of RC and he will get back to you. Thank you to TNR Fuels for all their support. Uh, they had a pretty good show in with uh, Cavallari this week at AMS. And um, yeah, I think we should just uh, probably go ahead and... Hey,
1: by the way, does Greg Legani have his birthday today?
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Happy birthday to Greg Degani. Happy birthday.
1: Is he finally 40?
0: He oh, Greg's older than me.
1: <laughs> is he?
0: Yeah. May- maybe. Is he? No, I think Greg and I are the same age, really. Oh, he's like a year older than me. He's probably like 44. I'm 43. So,
1: but He anyway. can't be 44 because he was running 40 plus for Does the it? first time when I was I was there. But that's, that's like when he 18. was thirty nine I think
0: okay yeah so then we're the same age excuse me excuse me guys a little bit of a cold here all right so let's go on to ams all right so we did a we 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 talked about this a lot this week uh without Joseph because he' was too busy you know getting contracts ready and all that stuff Macy <laughs> busy um
4: you'll see next year how busy I was.
0: See what I mean? See? 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 <laughs> it's things like that. See? 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 See what I mean?
1: We gotta get over this. Uh,
0: this guy, gonna I just hold on and then he just... says something like that.
4: And then he gets me all excited again. Oh, my focus on AMS, okay? Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah focus. Let's focus. Oh, by the way, babe, wait.
4: I forgot. I forgot. Wait, let me get OBS fired up here.
1: I'm gonna use You're your so podcast like, right now. Oh, yeah. This this whole Ronnefalk thing got us like all flustered. All anyway,
4: flustered. so I'm gonna I'm gonna use your podcast because I have to sell uh sell some. I have to pay some bills. This week is the last week that you can sign up to the Invisible Speed online course. If you get the full course, you will also get to speak with David Ronnefalk because he's going to be one of the teachers. It's Ronnefalk, Robert Bache, Carl McBride, and Cole Ogden. Those four pros, and then one Joe, me, and we're going to teach you for one month straight all the stuff that's in the course. Mm -hmm. It happens on Discord, so live calls and all that stuff. So it's going to be well worth the money. So if you sign up this week and buy the full course, you're in. So, does one of you
1: give uh, setup advice to
0: the Mayako car? All cars. Try, good one. But he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't driven the Mayako car, so (laughs) he doesn't really know. You um, you almost got him. You almost got him.
4: I saw it. I saw it. He had a thing. He had a thing. He did. But hey, um this is the intro for a YouTube video. So I'm gonna give out a free sample of the course now. What uh which video should I show? I was thinking I would show the piston video.
0: You're gonna show a course now, video now.
4: Yeah, this is, pretend this is my YouTube channel, not your podcast. I'm hijacking this for a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm using this as my intro. I haven't seen I haven't seen the piston video, so let's... Sure, so yeah. the piston video is good, trust me. We, it's, we go science mode, deep science mode in it. Is
0: this going to be long? Okay.
4: No, so we're done now. So now, everyone, uh, you're going to see the piston video from the course, and after that, go on invisiblespeed.net, and uh, buy the course so I can pay Lefty his... his Extremely high salary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: maybe you're saving that for
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's yeah, a good let... one. Invisible speed science, Ranafalk. He can run any chassis and just provide feedback for the course. You didn't think about that, did you? <laughs> he did. He did. Before you joined, he said that. No, think I just... out, outside of the box, Keenan. Yeah, well, okay, anyway, you know, I, we
0: I, when, when something clicked, when somebody said something, I was like, ooh, that's possible.
4: So it's possible. Okay. Now Pistons. Okay. That's done. Now we can get back to the podcast. What were were we talking about? I'm kind of
0: confused. I thought you was going to play the Piston video here on the podcast.
4: No, this, I literally used your podcast to do my intro and then I'll edit the video, post it tonight. Okay. You see what I mean?
0: Okay. There we go.
4: I use this as the intro to the Piston video, which I then. All right. I got that clear.
0: I got that clear. I got. That I
3: got that you know yeah, what, okay, You know what?
0: Okay. Let's uh, let's uh, hear from Techno RC. Uh, Tyler Jones had a really good week this week at uh, at um, AM AMS. And this, oh yeah, picks. Yeah. This AMS.
4: I
1: wrote them down. Yeah, how did uh, this, our picks do? I think JQ won. Who did you pick for? Uh, we'll talk about
4: it after this.
0: Yeah, this the AMS recap is brought to you by Techno RC
3: techno rc techno rc techno rc is a premium manufacturer specializing in eighth and tenth scale high performance off-road rc buggies and trucks visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products techno rc excellence in engineering hashtag techno takeover
0: Thank you to Techno RC for their support. I think uh, this Thursday, uh, Tibo is going to join us to talk about AMS and his future plans. Uh, he had a hard fought uh, AMS as well. Um, but the top driver coming out of, the top techno driver coming out of AMS was the Dark, dark Horse, Tyler Jones. Really great result for him coming out of, um, out of AMS and going into 2022. But uh, if you guys did not follow us this week, we we did some we did some pretty good recaps and reviews of of AMS, and we had some fun doing that. But we had this racer, which is probably the last big race of the year before these guys go into their kind of their break, and then um, their
1: hibernation.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they go on their break. A lot of them are actually going on to the Florida Carpet Championships down in. Um, oh, that's
1: cool.
0: Yeah, done in in. In Florida this weekend with uh, Orlowski and those guys. We'll talk more about that in the questions and stuff like that. But let's look at AMS. Uh, we talked about Truggy and all that stuff, but let's, I think, should we just give like people who won Truggy and, and all that stuff real quick? So in Pro Nitro Truggy, well, we had one, yep, Truggy. Dakota fan Ryan Mayfield and third place Spencer Rivkin. Man, he's he's had third place more than anybody this year. And uh, great run for Ryan Lutz. Yeah, yeah. And a great comeback for the GOAT, Ryan Cavallari.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, talking about Ribkin, even in the buggy main, he was looking to finish third. But then he had some issue. Elec- mm-hmm. It looked like an electrical issue where his car just suddenly went straight or stopped on its own. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it looked weird.
0: And sh- I, I, you know what? I got to give a big shout-out to him because this is probably one of the most improved drivers of the year, Mason Fuller in six. Very good, mm-hmm. very good, yeah. Truggy. All right, let's have a quick look at E-Buggy. Uh, Ryan Mayfield would take the win in two, in A1 and A2 with a great battle with Ty Tessman at the end of the race. And E-Buggy, probably one of the best races of the weekend. Uh, gave me hope for mm-hmm. Ty going into the Nitro Buggy, but unfortunately that was not to happen. So Ryan Mayfield wins it. Ty Tessman second, Fend third, uh, third Rivkin fourth, Jared Tebow fifth, and Brandon Rose. Unfortunate for Brandon Rose, he did not bump up into the... A main of Nitro Buggy. I think he had a flame out or something. So he wasn't able to make it. And again, another solid performance for the Iceman, Mason Fuller. Seventh. Very good. Very good. Good to see the Fullers getting some uh getting some vict- some some you know some good results. I, yeah, I have a lot of faith in results, Mason yeah. Fuller. A lot of faith in him. All right. So we know here we're all about Nitro Buggy. And to us, that means everything at these races. So once again, TLR, you're welcome. I did not pick Fend and he won. So it's obvious that I am a jinx okay. for them and I will never pick him. I am not allowed to pick Fend anymore legally. So I don't. But did
4: they send you a cease and desist also? No,
0: but I just felt if I kept picking him <laughs> that I would get one. Uh, but congratulations to Dakota Fend because damn, that was a dominating victory that.
1: Yeah, like, that was that was the first time in can't remember, but a long time where Fend just looked like he had it from the start to finish. Like since Thursday, they hit the track the first time until Sunday, the last lap where he beat Mayfield by a lap in the main. Like there, there wasn't a point where it looked like Fend in Nitro Buggy was gonna lose. So,
4: yeah, okay, but you remember what I said? I said when we did yeah, our do You remember? Yeah, I said this uh, was like uh, Fend's track. Fend could win this. Yeah, but of course I didn't pick him because have to keep the joke running of getting fended. <laughs> but so Lefty, Lefty picked Tesman, bow, Mayfield. Max picked Mayfield, Tesman, Fend, and I picked Tesman, Mayfield, Ogden. So I don't know. We all kind of. Failed. I think.
1: I think. Flopped. I am I'm, I'm the closest, but everyone is wrong. <laughs> everyone is so yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah.
4: So, but. <laughs> We basically all believed in Tessman, and see that's the yeah. thing about faith, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: see, I knew you was gonna go there. I knew you was gonna go there. I have faith that you saw him run into He
1: took a pick. He took a pick with a kid and gave gave him his body. That's all that counts.
4: No, I I thought after the but what was race, going on? Ty was dialed in e buggy, right? It
1: was good. Yeah, I don't know. That dude, was okay.
0: weird. So, so why was he that? that I didn't in Nitro. Just to say something that this track. Uh, talking to people that went there and looking at it from the video, this track—I've been to this race. This race is usually in June, and even last year, I don't remember when I wa- did. I watch it last year, I can't remember. I don't remember it drying out so much, but this track dried out way more than when I was there in the summertime in June. It was—I yeah. I think it was extra cold. They had yeah, oh that, yeah, that stuff was just super dust. Yeah, and, and I've so. never seen this track like that. But I people are complaining, but that was the great equalizer. JC was still the fastest tire. But it was, you had people like, you know, Jared Tebow found something on A.K.A. Even Ryan Lutz was fast on A.K.A. Hey,
4: what, what what does Cavalieri run? Proline. Proline. Proline, But
0: okay. Let's go through the – Horizon Gnomes <laughs> Have fun. you seen the man, Joseph? Did you watch it?
4: Yeah. I okay.
0: Think. You should have watched it yeah. with us in Why did you – yeah,
1: you yeah. should have joined the watch party. Yeah, he's but, too yeah, big to be honest, him. to be honest, like, the thing, the thing about the track was – I think it was okay, but every time track gets polished like that, it, it gets so difficult in long mains uh, because, like, dusty and polished. It's like the tire choice is really hard, and I think my sort of guess would be that Ty could run softer tires in e-buggy, like super soft mm-hmm. or something, and that's why he was good. And then in the main, he just, like, they wouldn't last. So he had to pick uh, uh, um, a harder tire, and it would work. That would be my guess. Yeah. I would say uh, also
4: that Mayfield um, was second, but if he had started with Fend, it would have been a good race. I believe so. A battle for the win. But Maybe. with him being Maybe. starting eighty, when he got into second, he was 15 seconds behind already. Mm. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he? He's not going to catch that, you know. Yeah. I don't so then...
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. it When you are that far behind it's hard to almost find the motivation to try and go faster on a track like that you know if you can see that you are just matching the pace you know it's very hard mentally to finish that final so the fact that he then got lapped in the end that's only because he was that far in my opinion yeah i I think if they had been racing together i think they would have uh, matched each other raced each other it would have been a great race well, I think, so, okay. I, what I agree happened with that? in that qualifying or Super Pole? That's stupid. I think they called it that because we already have Super Pole and it doesn't mean that. Yeah. Qualifying yeah. race would have been better. But what happened to Mayfield there? Why did he start? He crashed,
1: he crashed in the middle of the track at some point. And I think, I don't know if he flamed out, but he was there for a long, long time. Uh, okay. I think I think he might have even flamed out, but he he got like super screwed in there.
0: I think uh, he
1: <clears throat> like yeah.
0: I think this this race proves. Can you guys hear me? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This race proves kind of like the fact that qualifying really mattered. Her, like, you know what I mean. On this small track, yeah, yeah. You want to start up, yeah, close yeah. and and whatnot, and and I and I believe just talking to people. Some people like the three lap format and I think a lot of the pro guys didn't. And that's tough cookies because you're a pro and you got to you got to do that. But their minds are so trained on doing that 5 minute run. You know when you do something for so many mm-hmm. years, that's what you focus on. Then you throw something you you know they do seeding. Seeding is important too, but it it just I think that threw everybody for loop and that's great because this is what racing is supposed to do, you know. Not, it's not always supposed to be the same. So um yeah but at this track i think i think i think, that it is i don't think
1: yeah i don't think the qualifying on its own was the issue i think the qualifying race they called Pole. Mm-hmm. i think that that caught a lot of people off guard like because I, I could see a lot of people just like driving crazy trying to make a pass straight away then hitting the guy getting stuck like i could see that a lot even of these pro guys and i perfectly remember i think i went through this yesterday on on live but like I perfectly remember how I was in RGGB because people weren't used to racing eight scale cars and short mains. Because in 10 scale, you know, you crash, you're done. You don't have 45 minutes to catch up. So I think that's sort of one issue that caused sort of a lot of the sort of drama in, in terms of starting spots. But I think what JQ said about if they were close, I think that's possible uh, for sure. But if you look at the chuggy main, they were close the whole way through. But Fend was just controlling. Mm-hmm. Like
4: yeah, he was not control
1: from the start to <clears> the <throat> end.
4: I think that in Troggy it's easier. So for sure. I yeah, still think, I think that, think that in that buggy, well. when Fend would have to race someone in buggy, it would be harder for him than just yeah. having a good leader. Because even now in the race he just flew off the track a few times. Yeah. Randomly. And yeah. kind of and he was just driving alone. So if he in that situation has to race someone, it will mm-hmm. be be harder. You know what I think? For sure. You know what
0: I think? Um, somebody said it in so, what Oh, sorry, go ahead.
4: Yeah, just that I think that um this that reason I said that Fend would be good here was that the layout looked like it it had a lot of low speed corners. So the corners were quite tight and the sections that you had to drive you had to do quite low speed and then do jumps very precisely. So you need a lot of steering, a lot of rotation, and the speeds you are doing corners is low. And then Mm -hmm. the time you make up and precision is really over jumps. So I figured, yeah, okay, so he'll do good on this track. Well, I still think that if uh, the layout is different, even on this surface, which also helps, because the surface is kind of loose, so the car doesn't want to catch stuff. Mm -hmm. So you have low speed and a surface that isn't very edgy, of course, it gets bumps, and those can catch your car. But the grip of the surface, the track,
3: mm-hmm.
0: is low. I get what you mean. That's
4: mm-hmm. why I thought that he would he would uh, uh, do well here. Yeah. Well, but still, in buggy, if he has to race someone, I think it would have been harder. And now he was yeah. lucky because he got a lead early, and then he just drove his own race. You know.
0: Well, another thing that so. I think contributed to his success, and you know, it was that's what was great about doing the watch party is that everybody had good points and my buddy rc jurors brought up a really good point and he goes this track looked very 10 scale isk you know what i mean and he's a Mm -hmm. really good 10 scale driver i mean just that six i think the six pack was like the hardest part of the track me personally i know i would have been up in his stands if i was driving but he would go through there so fast and the the fortunate thing is the only part of the track that would that looked to me Looked rough. Was the one eighty coming onto the straightaway and the straightaway? I don't know how the straightaway was. Yeah, I don't know how that was. But, uh, like
1: the straightaway was the worst part, like the worst, uh like wear part of the track. It was full of bumps. I don't know how that happened.
0: Well, I, I think it's congratulations to him. uh I think TLR yeah. worked. They flew Barry Baker in there. He was there, and yeah, yeah. You can look at like even just Cavallari because Cavallari was off pace like all weekend, and then he ran out of fuel, I believe, in his um in his super bowl race. And I was yeah. like, Oh man, I think Cav actually started like 12th. You know what I mean? So yeah, he bumped
1: from the B. He yeah. He from the B.
0: So for him, like, but that's just a testament. Like people are going to say, Oh, you, you just, you're just a Cav fan. Well, I am. And, but that's what Cavalier does. It, it may not be the best car. It may not be the best conditions, but he finds a way to get, he may not win, but he finds a way to get close. And I think, um, yeah then you have Mason Fuller was right behind him. So the TLR guys were onto something. And yeah, obviously, but
3: and I, yeah.
4: I think it's Mason really good because better. I think it's good because there was that moment when people were speculating that does horizon not care about racing anymore, mm-hmm. but now it seems that they have yeah, a number sure of good do. drivers yeah. and they are doing well at races. And I think that's a good thing. You know, we need more. Yeah rivalries and more good brands and teams up there now if only they join rcgp too, yeah it's never gonna happen (laughs)
0: i told you that though
4: it would be good
0: oh it would be great but i told you that after i came from the nationals how big tlr is getting or has gotten Mm -hmm. and 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 i think a lot of that has to deal with tran uh common one and and giving them that that manager you know that team manager stuff but also i think like i think like there's a really good package from horizon too you know what I mean like when you got go yeah horizon. I think
1: I think they now I think now they have it all together because mm-hmm. previously TLR just seemed like a brand that horizon kept alive because of the legacy mm-hmm. they don't, like it didn't seem like they really cared about obviously they had Fend the whole time but like there was a there was a part where Fend was almost non-existent he was sometimes he had a good top three but oftentimes he was just like back of the main or something waste of space like the Ghani calls cause it But I think now this year signing Cav was definitely a big boost, maybe not in like sales directly, Mm -hmm. but sort of the image of the brand. Having more than Fend is a huge image booster for the brand. It's not just Fend running somewhere in the main, it's two guys who are professional, they have Barry Baker, they are professional mechanics. And now they have an actual team manager who only focuses, like pretty much only focused on eight scale realistically. Like obviously they have some ten scale appearances as well. But mostly, like this year has been eight scale all done away for every brand, really, even AE.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And you know what? I'm saying this right now. Fend, I mean, sorry, Cavallari is figuring it out. And it's going to be just like when I he figured so. it out with yeah. S-Works. F- Cavalieri going to win races next year. He's going to win races next year. And that's just a, because that's what the GOAT yep. does, you know? So I just, yeah, it's going to be a good. 2022 is looking exciting. All right, let's just go through some of these races real quick and then we'll go into some questions. Ryan Mayfield, is Ryan Mayfield? Should Ryan Mayfield leave her disappointed? You know, he kind of lost his last three races in a row. um Southern Nationals, not, not US. Disappointed.
4: I
1: think this was kind of a neutral result for him.
4: Yeah, I would really. say that. it's he not like sec- oh, second. Sec- second in nitro buggy, second in oh, uh, one e buggy, and then second in truck. So one two two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's still a pretty good the, the, result. Oh, it's damn good. It but
0: you know, yeah. it went from Mayfield winning every race to he's lost the last three. You know yeah. what I, I mean? I
1: don't know. I, to me, like I think even for Americans, they really only care about nitro buggy. If I'm being honest, like for Europeans, 100 is guys. only about nitro buggy. But for American pro guys, it's 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 still I think they care most about nitro buggy than the other two classes, really. I,
0: I think Mayfield goes into 2022 on, on a high note because he is the national champion. I think so, He yeah. won DNC. NC. Yeah. He won Silver State. D- three, two of the, like, let's be realistic. DNC, NC, the biggest race, probably one of the biggest races of, it's just one of the biggest races, period. He swept that. Then he, you know, mm-hmm. Silver State, mm-hmm. he wins that. He probably would have, did he, no, Tebow won Truggy. He would have won E-Buggy there, but yeah. you know, that brain fart. And I think, I think after he won the national championship, he was just like, oh man, I've done everything I need to do for the year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, I mean, I think, he I think was the NNRC club I, champion yeah. as well. So that was even cherry <laughs> yeah. on top of that.
1: Um, yeah, but the thing is he had a almost a perfect year and I think after the Nationals he sort of took a time off really. <laughs> I, it looks like that. I don't know if he did actually but I think mentally he did. He did, oh, he did because, 10
0: scale and that like just he hasn't been and, in since he started doing 10 scale again.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know, hard to say but Let's be honest. When DNC comes, uh, he's going to be up there battling, battling with David, for sure. Well, there's no question. I'll, it's going to be him and David Runafog battling for DNC. Win. Well,
0: If if the amount of Europeans come to DNC, as I think they're going to come, and nothing and COVID doesn't prevent that, there's going to be a lot of lot of long lips at DNC, and I think you're <laughs> yeah. going to see a American lot of people. long lips. Well, I mean, yes, there will be some European guys that will be making the final either, but. Europe, the Europeans are, like, ready. I think they're, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. caged dogs ready to be released upon the racing scene right now. They've been sitting there watching for two years. Everybody, you know, all the racing in America and probably just saying, I can't wait to get out there, chomping at the bit. I can't wait. All right, Tyler Jones, great result for him. Great result. Yeah. Solidifies his position say- in Techno, I think, uh, with that, that performance. Second best driver for Techno this year, I would have to say. I would say Jarretibo was probably their best mm-hmm. driver, but Tyler Jones Overall, yeah. secure like, yeah, he's going to be a techno for next year. But next year, I think he needs to get a win. You know, we need to see him, and he can do it. He can win. I
1: I don't think he needs to get a win, but he's definitely close enough to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think actually this is one of his best results of the year because this isn't a race where techno should be good. He, he came, you know, it's not yeah. like a Silver State. It's not like a a DNC where a techno car is like, it's kind of designed for tracks like that. So this is sort of a race where he shouldn't, like if he finished fifth, I would be like, that's a good race for him. But finishing on the podium, that's a really good showing. And the fact that he wasn't like, this wasn't like a special weekend for him in the sense that this track suited him perfectly or anything like that. It was just like a normal weekend for him and he finished in third. So that's, I think this is one of the, so the biggest winners of this weekend, apart from fan, obviously.
0: I would agree with that. I would the dark horse can go into 2022 like ready. Now you set back mm-hmm. and get ready yeah. for for next year. Jared Tebow, hey, he I think he this was a hard fought, fought fourth for him. Uh I think mm-hmm. yeah. uh, AKA really was kind of off off pace. I'll I'll talk to him some more this yeah. week. But him and uh when the track dried out, I believe him and and Lutz found something on the AKA tires. And I was talking to uh, uh, Mike Walker, he was telling me how like Lutz was Dremeling the sidewalls of his tires or something like that. I don't, I don't, something like that on his on his scribbles wow. or something. I'm, I'm not sure. He was telling me something. I have to re, I have to ask him again. But uh, yeah, Jared Tebow hard, hard fought forth once again, man. You like in these in these long races and and 45 minute races and all that stuff. Jared Tebow just knows how to make up time because he was, I believe he was way on the pack <laughs> at one point and he, he yeah. to, to fight his way back up to get a, a, a full is good.
1: I think these days Tebow always seems to get like the short end of the stick when it comes down to race starts. Like every time it's like someone crashes in front of him or someone takes someone out in front of him and then he like gets caught in it. So, like, I think like this year there's been many, many sort of moments where I've 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 looked at him and seen like, oh, this guy just can't catch a catch a break, Um, and sort of the results he's been getting this year, like taking all that into account, has been really good. So, for sure, even though the results haven't been good, I think Debo has shown like sort of a lot of, not really pace, but sort of. Like he can he can get in there and he can fight for sure. Okay. Um he just needs to sort of get everything to fit together and have sort of that perfect race and he could definitely definitely shoot for a win next year at some point. We thought it would happen at Silver State, but it didn't. But mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, Tibo is hungry as ever, man. I, I talked to him before he went to this race and I was like, dude, you ain't burnt out. He's like, I am excited. I'm ready for AMS. Mm-hmm. So it's good. It's good stuff. I, I like to see that that burn I like I'm, I'm, I like Tebow. He gets it, and he's about well, look at JQ's janky Internet. Um, he gets it, and he's about promoting. You know, that, yeah. I, I like I like Tebow. I like him a lot. Um, we talked about Cav. Great comeback for the goat. I need I, I I need to get him back on the podcast, and and he's actually has the the third most downloaded podcast on on this thing. And it was crappy audio, by the way. Mason Fuller, another great result for the Iceman. Mm-hmm. Mason Fuller is the most is the fastest young racer out there in America right now. Like 16, 17, 8 skill Like I think
1: I think he's the next sort of uh so, sort of one. Like he's the next sort of those. Like he has a chance to be the next Cavalier or Mayfield or Fend or boss, some sort of those who can compete for the worlds, yeah, like, I He has think a so, chance man. to be that guy for sure. I, like I, I can't really name any other young up-and-comer in America where he ever has that, that quality. Because he's still pretty young. Mm-hmm. He still has like time to develop. and I think he can make big leaps right now where he can, he can develop in that level. I, I,
0: didn't, I thought i finished lower down in the order, but a seventh. I think in uh, his thing he said that starting at the back of the pack really hurt him. And 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 I would I would yeah. have to agree with him there. But I mean, but he was just not. Ty
1: was a lap down. Yes, like early. Before the before the first fuel stop, Ty was already a lap down to Penn. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but he was on his own and struggling at the start. In the end, he like didn't make any mistakes, and people flamed out and all that. So he he finished in seventh. <laughs> but. Yeah, a weird weekend for Testman. Like, he just didn't seem to be there at all at any point, really.
0: Right. Rivkin, we talked about already. Seth Van <clears throat> Um, I don't know what to say about Seth. He, uh, I think he needed a, a really... <clears throat> I think, I think, sorry, my, my throat's trying out. I think he I could think, be happy with I if think he 90, but he would to... want better. He would really want better.
1: Yeah, I, I think Seth is just waiting to get a new car
0: yeah i think so too
1: like i felt that sense.
0: well it's not yeah, it's not
1: it's, it's not, not
0: been said if he's out of techno or not it's just assuming
1: yeah you know but what i mean? mean like the way he the way sort of how he's how he's looked like in all of that sort of the suspensions from techno all that stuff it's just like he needs some fresh air. Because he's a fast guy. He TQ'd Silver State this year, right, or it's, something. It, at least, know,
0: yeah. He's in a team full of fast yeah. guys. You know what I mean? The competition level, and just imagine like the the mind games going on in that team. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I th- think he needs to get fresh yeah, air, I get think on he his own, and not and, to, yeah, and, and 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 then I want to see what he can do when he has that opportunity in front of him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Joe Bornhoss, actually, Joe was pretty fast in qualifying and, and whatnot. I think he was third uh, on Friday. So the three lap uh, <clears throat> qualifying was good for him. I don't know how a Super Bowl went, but, I mean, he's he's 10th. He needed a good show in this weekend.
1: Yeah, he... Yeah, I, it, and he looked defeated after the main as well. And I think, like, yeah. I think they're right into the wall for Joe. I think, I think
0: he's another yeah, one that's probably looks on like the bubble at Techno. Yeah. And... He's been there for a long time as well. So look, I'm not not that I I take any pleasure in anybody losing their job. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean. But this is this is part of part of the yeah, game. I would you like to see I mean? Joe around.
1: still. Yeah. I don't
4: know. I'm, I'm not like, but it it's, right, just, it's the only reason I need Joe to be around so I can make fun of him.
0: Well, he can beat you. So that's all that matters. <laughs>
4: Average Joe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're below average Joe. I hope he, he finds.
4: You. To be honest, I find. I hope that average Joe finds an average team to race for, so I can continue being average. So what about Joe? It would be below also,
0: average Joe.
4: I, I mean, love that. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I can. Hopefully, I can race him and beat him, so I can be above average. You will That's not my beat goal. Joe.
0: You will not beat <laughs> Joe Bornhaus now, because I don't think you will make this mean <laughs> So you won't beat Joe Bornhaur. <laughs> You can dream about beating Maybe at one point next you year. could have beat Joe horse It's all about next year. That one point
4: where It you depends just, on where he goes though.
0: You can't beat Drake or horse right now. Just give it up.
4: We'll see. We'll see next year.
0: You can, you can make sure. Um Spencer okay. Hector. Can I give my
4: two cents now about the race?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Let's talk.
4: Yeah. Okay. There were two guys that impressed me, really. Um what's his face? Tyler Jones? Yes. Guy whose voice doesn't seem like it belongs in his body. That guy? I don't I haven't know. Heard I him speak really ever. Doesn't he so- have like a really deep voice? Well, he's a
1: man. <laughs> I love <laughs> I mean, him being no, quiet just, all this time and then you just become a straight savage. <laughs> it's, no, I'm just saying.
4: Jesus. I'm just saying. But Tyler <laughs> like, jones he really I'm impressed me. Speak. You know why? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you with an example of a driver who um what's the opposite of impress?
0: Unimpressed? Unimpressed?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Who well, unimpressed me? No, I mean, I'm sure there's something. Who disappointed me, I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Cole Ogden was fast, and he was also my pick. And he mm-hmm. should have done good at this race, but he blew out. So, in truck, he was in second, yeah. and he could have had a great race. Lots took him out. Did you see him jump but that instead jump? Of- the back of that jump? Oh, yeah, that too. But that's because he blew out, mm-hmm. so... Yes, he should. Yes, it sucked. He was in second, and then he was in seventh or whatever. But Lutz kept on racing, and did okay, right? So, so could have ogden, but he well, blew out. Well, lots and broke in buggy sim- yeah, yeah, but wasn't Lutz was pretty high up already?
0: Oh, uh, let's see. Lutz at was some
4: point, like he drove back up, like he uh, Ogden could no, have still uh, had a good race. The highest position that Ogden Lutz got could have had. Seventh.
1: Seventh. What? No, ogden could have six, had, so had a top to five.
4: Who? Lutz. Who did? Og- ogden. Lutz, yeah. In could have had top oh, fives in, in oh, both no, classes no, so I'm if talking, he wanted. Okay. No, no, check where Lutz got in Truggy. Oh, yeah. He, he actually so anyway. finished good. In Yeah, yeah. So Lutz in... was
1: fourth in Truggy. Lutz was fourth in Truggy.
4: Yeah, so, Ogden, so that's what, what I mean. Ongden was still ahead of Lutz at that point. Lutz took him out, then waited. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they continued. So if Lutz finishes fourth, fourth in that race, that means that Ogden could also have got a good result, but he blew out. Yeah. And then in a similar thing sort of happened. So the thing why this relates to a guy whose voice doesn't belong in his body, Tyler Jones, <laughs> is that he had that moment in the race. He was up there, and then I think he crashed on his own, though. No one took him out, but he still kind of blew it. And then he was back back in the pack battling, and then he got back up there. That's pretty
3: impressive.
4: Yeah. In a race like that, to be at the front, to drop back, battle with the guys, catch up to the front group group, and get back in the race for the podium, that's impressive. To, to mentally mm-hmm. keep it together, to have the skill and talent and focus to do that, that is very impressive. Yeah. So that's what impressed he me. He was
0: in second, and then yeah. on lap okay. seventh, he got dropped on to sixth. And he battled exactly. his way back up to like he to, to third and he stayed in third. At that point end.
4: at that point to get back up there, mm-hmm. that that demands a lot from a driver. Because you have yeah. to be faster than the other guys, right? You can't match them. Yeah. You have to be faster and make less mistakes. Mm-hmm. And he was able to do that. I tell you the And the fast. second guy second guy who impressed me, who I i will be honest, I wrote off already, was Ryan Lutz because yeah. he actually showed that he still has the speed mm-hmm. and in that yeah. uh, in that truggy Super pole, I think Yeah, it was.
1: Super pole. Broken What front the hell front like,
4: what, it was broken right? I wasn't yeah, imagining it. it, it, it looked 5 like minutes he, in fucking front hit, were blown off yeah, the car.
1: Yeah. He right? 5 minutes in he hit someone in the six pack who was crashed okay, and his yeah. front like his front end was, was like broken. bouncing around right. and there was like he was like 5 minutes to go. And the people behind would just crash. He still finished second, right? Or something. Uh, Third, third, yeah. Third.
0: third. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, Broken front
1: end, it was crazy. Yeah.
0: By the way, uh, Tyler Jones, JQ's comments, uh, uh, comparison of your voice is no reflection on the NNRC. I think you're awesome. By the way, so everybody send a flag to Joseph. Not <laughs> not
4: what do you mean? I didn't say anything bad about him.
0: Yeah, but you always it's gotta say You can't say anything you, said- you and Dugani are so 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 like you can never what? say anything nice about anybody.
4: You always gotta put it in neutral. Him. I think that's the well, way I don't car. give a shit. Think now a people car. are gonna look him up in interviews and care about him. That's what yeah. this podcast yeah. is for.
0: Yeah, see what I mean? We can't have yeah. JQ on. He just ruins every good thing. Like, you know what I mean? All right. Um, but he's right, though.
1: People are more interested now that they'll listen to his voice now, for sure. I just
4: want people to know that I if, did not I that. swear. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Oh, Next podcast, we, we need answers to this question. Go and listen to a podcast or something, just the voice of Tyler Jones, and imagine what he looks like, and go watch a YouTube video. And tell me that they match or don't match, okay? <laughs> Let's have a poll on Discord.
0: He's, it, you know what? He can drive an RC car faster than you and he can ride motorbikes
4: better than you. You know what? That's irrelevant.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it, you're just That's below average Joe, question. man.
4: Below average Joe, you know? That's all it comes down to. I can't to. wait. We're going to have such good races next year. Oh,
0: are you planning on run helping that- you get better? Is that what you're doing? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Are you thinking that? And, oh, and, if I and on JQ Racing.
0: If I pace runoff, no invisible in practice, speed. Which one I is?
4: Pa- which one is it now? Actually, invisible speed or JQ Racing? invisible what? speed. In between those,
0: in between that BS is some truth. So anyway, um,
4: uh, look into my eyes.
0: I just want to punch you in your eye right now. <laughs> That's what I want to do. All right, I I like the race a lot. All right, let's just talk about the. Oh, one thing we, we was watching, I wanted to, did you see this Joseph in the, in the, it looked like Fenn's car was broken or something at some point. We was yeah. yeah like,
1: on, on the, on the, uh, watch party, it looked like the left, uh, rear. I think it was the left rear tire mm-hmm. looked like the, uh, like Camberling, but pushed in, but then like, uh, like let's say five minutes before the end. Somehow he got back up then. And then it looked normal again. And then he, when he finished it looked completely normal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was just something yeah, like that know. we all missed, but everyone on the watch along saw it. And I saw it and it it seemed like it got worse at some point, but then suddenly it was back straight up again. And it really looked like because he was you mean? Yeah, the on the the left left rear, it looked like the tire was like this. Mm-hmm. Like the other one was like straight up, the other one was like this. And Right as it got really bad, he got super square me for a couple of laps, then hit the pipe crazy hard and after that the tire looked like he was straight again. He fixed himself. And uh, maybe yeah. they have those he... uh,
4: adjustable adjustable camber. So yeah. you make the upper links a bit loose so you when you smash into something, the tie rod moves in and out.
0: Yeah. well, probably I don't what know, happened is that the tire <laughs> did go in and then he had another hit in the can back off about one point yeah, before
1: he like that's that's what it looked like. You see when he finished it would it look fine, but on the track you could see that the other tire was like fucking this and like he was sliding around and it looked awful for a second. And then he hit that pipe crazy hard and it was fixed. So I don't know what happened, if it were just like looking weird or whatever, but crazy. <laughs>
0: Well, congratulations to the Fan. Well done to Ryan Mayfield, Tyler Jones, and everybody that participated in this race. It was exciting to me. Um, now I'm going to, let's just real quick touch on the format. Uh, coming out of it, some people like it, some people don't. Uh, I think people like that they got a lot of track. I mean, like Ryan Reese, he raced, he was in the pro, sorry, he was in the intermediate e-buggy main, the intermediate nitro-truggy main, and the intermediate, Nitro Buggy Man, he got two hours and ten minutes of race time on Sunday. That is a lot of racing. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the goal of this race. I know some people, like, I know Lance does the three-lap seating in the RC Florida Championships, and people like it, and why they like it is because they don't feel pressure. For me, it was a little Mm -hmm. hard to to follow because uh, my brain was traditionally with 5 minutes qualifying.
3: I like the the Super Bowl races.
0: They were exciting, super exciting. Lance made them really excited. To be honest, he, his yeah, was, was really good. good. Lance was good. I have to say this though. I, I give all credit to Race Time for doing something different. I get they they came on a lot of fire for doing this, raising the price to one hundred and fifty dollars, all that type of stuff. So I, I give them credit for this. But I have to say this, and I have to have to say this. I am very upset. I'm I'm disappointed. Now I'm happy that we had moving cameras. I'm happy that it came and on Just do not. I know what you're gonna do. I but I <laughs> I literally I literally was very disappointed that because he said they were gonna have live RC there for coverage. And so I'm like, hey, hooks, what's up, man? Where's men's live RC starting? It's like, oh, nope, I'm not involved in this. It's all Dave. So my thing is this this race didn't need much. It didn't need a bunch of cameras. It could have had two cameras at the most mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They got yeah. like Jacob done an excellent job with pictures, really great pictures and all that type of stuff. What I would have liked to seen is maybe, and I told Joseph this, I said, fly. I know you I, look, I get it. Live RC costs a lot of money. You can't afford that. It's, you know, you got to make money. I would have bought mod in to work with Jacob. You know what I mean? And then, because mm-hmm. that's what mod does. He's good at doing the streaming. He does it with one pe- with one person and Jacob could have done all the video stuff and Ahmad could have done, you know, all that type of stuff. I would have done that. And that way, I, I think it's 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 manpower. Like, it takes more than one person or two people to do this. We've worked, I've worked with RCGP in at, at America, and I saw how, you know, you got to tell, you know, you, you, you say, hey, go see this person and see that person and, you know, follow mm-hmm. that person. So for me, I get it. Dave don't have to do this. This is, you know, his money is being made at, at the race. I get that. But I just feel like this is the last big race of the year. And I just would have, I'm happy with what we got in the end, but I was, I was really hoping for more and I get it. It costs money, but that, that I was really disappointed. I was happy with what we got. Don't get me wrong, but it could have been way better. And I just think that's the next hammer. Like the next, like we got to hammer that in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, let's get yeah. better coverage because, but I, I think,
1: yeah, I, I think, I think the thing about coverage is, People don't actually realize that what sort of what it means, because it used to be that Neobuggy flew over to a lot of races, Red RC used to fly over to almost every race in Europe and they used to do coverage, like heat after heat, they did articles on, on their website. As soon as those kind of died, people forgot about it. Like all these teams do their own coverage, which is just a photo of the guy who TQs, if it happens to be there, their mm-hmm. team guy. Which is nothing. That's not coverage. That's just like marketing for, for their own brand. So I think people have kind of forgot exactly. or sort of... We reminded them of that They don't really this know weekend, how though. it worked. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the fact that we did the podcast, maybe it's not like a hugely popular yet, but a lot of people liked it. A lot of people felt like this was an event happening somewhere around the world and they could follow it. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that they had one guy moving the camera around, that was at this point okay but if they had even a few pit walkabouts Mm -hmm. some interviews whatever they did all of that there's more and more people who join and watch it and actually enjoy it back from their home and i think that's what people are really missing and sort of forgetting how big neobuggy was at the time like neobuggy was huge at some point
4: even the people who organize races and want to make money organizing the races, the thing that they need to realize is if they put in a bit more effort, they can also gain more. So if you think mm-hmm. about Neo, the entry limit was something like 280 drivers, wasn't it? Yeah. At its yeah. peak, yeah. something like that, almost 300 drivers. And the entry fee was something like $300. I can't remember. It was quite yeah, high.
1: Yeah, it was 200, 250 or 60 pounds. Yeah. Which is, okay.
4: Yeah. But think about it. It was literally like a world championship. There were drivers there from South Africa, from Malaysia, from Indonesia, from South American countries, Bermuda, globally, people congregated in a barn, uh, in a barn in Telford. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because the race, why, why, why was that? Because the race had superb coverage. That's Mm -hmm. really why. (laughs) All the videos and reports and features and everything that was done around that made it seem like a massive event. Mm -hmm. And this is what something like AMS could be also. It's safe. It's indoors. It's not going to be ruined by rain. You can travel from the other side of the world, know that you're going to get a good race. But people won't do that if it's a shit show, Mm -hmm. right? You have to have some structure. You need guaranteed track time. You need, need a schedule and you need good coverage. So this year, I'm curious to see what people thought who w- were there. But it seemed like they were running on schedule, so you knew when you were up, everyone got a lot of track time. I hope they keep this for next year and build on it and improve. Tweak the program a bit where they can improve the experience for races and also improve the coverage. And I'm already working on that, trying to get, uh, trying to find a way to get sort of more RCGP style or level coverage to a race like this mm-hmm. where there's you know m- more of a event feeling for the people who are not there. So you know what's going on. you talk to drivers, interviews, you you can watch the whole race from uh, beginning to end with commentary because that's one thing I noticed. Sometimes it was a bit annoying watching the stream and hearing the announcer from the hall. So it wasn't someone announcing what's being filmed. It's someone just announcing. So the announcer could be talking about one thing and they are filming something else. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. kind of gets a bit annoying at some point. So just if you can have moving cameras and you can have someone dedicated to announcing what's happening on camera and you can add pit walks and interviews and all that stuff, features on products, add that into it. I think it could be awesome, and I think it's doable for next year.
0: Yeah, but, and that take, but that takes, yeah, takes manpower. Sure. And but uh, you know, no, you know how it goes.
4: You know how but it goes. collaboration is well. the name of the game. It's it's possible yeah. to do next year. Okay. I'm yeah. really happy they they took on the new format and they tried that. People seem to like it, and now next next year I hope yeah. that uh, they can go next level on the coverage also.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I yeah the I, thing the thing I want to say about Neo though is. Race time at this point of their, whatever they are for, let's say race time for last two years has had the resources to organize five new buggies per year. They have had an indoor track with a pretty good layout. They have had enough people attending where they can easily fill up that, that amount of drivers. The only thing they lack is marketing coverage and the sort of brand of the event. That's all they lack. And the reason they lack that is because they never have tried to create that. PNB has a brand, but it's, it's, it's not like Neobuggy where people want to go there. It's people like, if you're local, you show up there and have fun with your friends for 24 hours a day, but they haven't tried to make it sort of that. It's an event where everyone around the world can and wants to join. It's they like... They have the resources to do it. They have every reason to do it, but they just haven't
4: done it. Yeah. And they have five races, so why not at least make one of the events like that? So if you want to have one yeah. event that's just insane and we race all night, 24-hour practice, that's PMB. Okay, do that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Then why not have one event, which is the modern-day Neo Buggy, where you get all international races in and you make it you know, more structured, like this AMS could be. Because... That could be something that American races also want to experience. Not all of them will travel somewhere to the world, right? Mm-hmm. Well, why not have a race that's equivalent to the indoor world in America and have all the international drivers show up? I'm sure they would enjoy that too if all the best races were there. Don't I you agree. think? I agree, man. But and that's yeah. completely possible to do at some race like AMS. It's in November. It's indoors. I think if that race is promoted right it can be a massive race. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I know yeah, Dave wants no the Europeans doubt. there. That's, he's told me that I want to yeah. get the Europeans there. But the out. thing, yeah. is, well, the
1: thing is he wants them there, but he doesn't want to do the work to get them there. Exactly. I think he's it's just like, Look, it how can
4: I pay for some of, some of their travel or something? That's not the same thing. You can get it. You can get them there by putting that money into the event.
1: Yeah, exactly. But people don't want to go to an event where you haven't never seen anyone drive on it. Like, Everyone loves Neobuggy everywhere around the world because they have seen the final from 2007 or 2006, whatever it was. The final with 1.6 million views or something crazy on YouTube. They have seen it. They have seen every year the final from Neo Buggy. They have seen those Neo Buggy pit walks about the sauce police. They, everyone knows about that stuff. So people saw that and they wanted to be a part of it. But do if we never went to PNB, what would we know about it? They have monsters there and some goth <laughs> chicks with walking around people and taking pictures. That's all we really see online, really.
4: Yeah. Hey, you and know, even just simple stuff like you show up and it's like you have to go to Walmart and buy a table and chair and extension cord and there's like no thought gone into your yeah. you arriving there and enjoying an event. They have like tables you get and to your buggy. You have pit space, That's electricity, like, everything. like everything's done, you know, for yeah. you. Well, and you have the schedule before the race and you, you have all the information clearly laid out before you even leave. You know, these are the details. They, they can be done. Someone just has to do them and it can become a race where everyone wants to go every year. I, I DNC so- is that way, kind of, mm-hmm. just because of luck. It's like history and luck.
0: Right. It's prestige because it's a prestigious race. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. So I just wanted to say something real quick before we, we, we because we are only supposed to do this for an hour, but we spent an hour talking about this. Um, the I saw somebody say something. I think it was Tim Lime, and he says, 120 people there is not good for manufacturers' business. I was like, well, maybe it's time for the manufacturers and the race promoters to look at uh, promoting RC instead of just trying to cater to the small pie of races that are there, like you know what I mean. I yeah. know, I know. Joseph, you say RC is not for spectators, and I get that. But I think we could get some behinds and seats at these races if we, if they put some. I, I wouldn't
4: count on that. Well,
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's just something we can do. You know what I mean? You, if yeah, you I love like the you, way
4: we race I, today. No,
0: but you just get them yeah, in there for hey. one final. You get them in there and say, hey, we're going to have this this pro Mo. Nitro Buggy final on this day. Come here. And, and, and race time has it where they can do that. I but my think, point is, uh, can I, is, I just finish? Can I just finish one second?
3: Yeah. But, so
0: that goes into, it's not just about the people there. It's also about promoting to the people online if you stream it. Exactly, so if you have proper exactly. coverage, right? Your, your business, your company is seeing like... If they had like if that race was promoted right and had proper coverage and all that type of stuff, then the manufacturers can their 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 um their ads their banners all that will be seen around the world instead of just by a few people who don't want to tune. They, you know, hardcore mm-hmm. like us tuning in because we love it. But people to I went thirty five hundred people tuned in to watch RCGP the last round of RCGP. It's because it was done properly. It's simple as that. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but the manufacturers would also is, pay more for advertising events exactly. like that. He yeah. could get more sponsorship yeah. income for yeah. AMS he could. if he did that. Yeah. He has the
0: video guy right yeah. there. Like, you know what I mean? Jacob can make all this stuff. Yeah. So,
4: yeah. I the the think- thing,
0: I think,
1: I think, like, the whole thing is, like, locally, you maybe get 100 spectators on uh, on an amazing day for us. So you get 100 spectators on the, on the, on the spot online you could easily get 10,000 people watching an RC race online. Mm-hmm. If you did the work, you did the continuity for a few years, I don't think it's impossible to get a 10,000 people watching RC event. And what comes to sort of the initial yeah, exactly. comment that you, you brought up is like, it's bad for the manufacturers, there's only how much, 120 people or whatever you said. Like, I think that's the complete opposite. Because if you have eight, 800 entries, And you get to run on the track four times during the event. Three qualifiers and a seven-minute main. What you're doing then is you are milking your cow to death. Mm -hmm. You are milking the hobbyists, you're milking the guys who are buying for the manufacturers to death. At some point, they're going to be like, I always go to this race and I get a five-minute main. Screw this shit, I'm going to sell my stuff and do something else. When you give people what they actually want, which is go to this race, have fun, race with their friends, race with people on the same level as them, enjoy the sport they're in, these people are gonna stay. And then you do the promoting online uh, or over live streams or whatever, you do the promoting elsewhere where you get new people to join. Obviously, yeah, for, yeah. for like manufacturers, it's good to have people running truggies and for short course trucks and e truggies and all that. They sell more cars, yeah. But you are not growing RC. You're keeping the same amount of people. You're just getting more money
0: from them. Yeah, it's it's yeah, no thought to an RC at all. That's the issue.
4: I I agree that when we say when we talk about spectators, we shouldn't think about spectators at the events. We we should think about the spectators online because mm-hmm. like Max said, that's the ones we can reach. Think we should think like uh esports, except mm-hmm. esports get spectators. They too. are of, of course a lot bigger than us, but that's mm-hmm. the way of thinking. So there's an event and people tune in from all around the world to watch online. That's our spectator mm-hmm. base. And that's some, that's people we can reach.
0: Yeah. Well I just in closing I I beg to differ. I think we can get some spectators in there. It, it takes some some work, but the focus should yeah. be, the, the focus should be obviously to get this online as much as we can. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying every race sure. has to be great, but at least four, four of the year have to be exceptional. You know what I mean? Four or five. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, uh, Joseph, you work on something that can get people, you know, a, a, a good price point for some of these races to do things. And we get this we get the yeah. Who, I mean I am I'm, I'm selfishly
4: the destroying the hobby everything I do is negative right I'm I'm keep working on that
0: Yeah keep working on that <laughs> Um and thank you to everybody that tuned into the podcast and sent us some messages man it it made what we did this week weekend a lot worth it and even max is like i'm tired and i was like yeah i know because you got to be on for the whole yeah. weekend and you're not there so you're just like oh, i gotta watch this and do that yeah i know all about that and yeah but uh, i mean
1: ahead, should we should we just tell people like for next year the nrc cop will happen again it'll be for we talk about this the last time jq was on mm-hmm. the thing is if you enjoyed this like wait till next year because yeah. every nrc Cup i went it'll be like this but most likely even better because we more used to it we know what what, what's up and hopefully these events we choose most likely have really really good coverage as well
0: and hopefully like events like dnc and and the worlds and all that type of stuff like we'll be there like well me joseph and yeah hopefully you maximus uh we shall see
1: well i i entry it for the world so i'll probably be there yeah you
0: should do it you should do it all right um you know what but i have to say this congratulations dave you you and and race time and lance you guys ran ahead of schedule you ran, Like, Joseph, you was worried about them not running the schedule, and they ran ahead of schedule on you. Uh, I know it wasn't... I know a lot of people weren't perfect. It wasn't perfect for a lot of people, but when you do something the first time, it's not, not always perfect. You learn, and you take your... You figure out what worked and what didn't, and then apply it to the next race. And I'm not saying all races mm-hmm. have to be like this. I'm just saying there's room for more races like this in in RSC. And um, we I think we should look at it and stop looking at, like, oh, it's $150. Like, man, if if that's your gripe, then, then you're not, you're like $150 to race is, I don't even have a place to race, you know? So yeah. Yeah.
4: But look, (laughs) look, the people who went there two classes was probably more than enough to race at that event instead of three or four. So you end up spending the same amount of money or saving money because Mm -hmm. you're paying for less entries, right? Maybe the entry fee is still the same, but you spend less on, on, uh, Tyres for all your different cars and all the parts for all the different cars you run, you know, if you decide to just run run, uh, 8-scale Nitro and Electric, for example, or Nitro, Truggy and Nitro Buggy, you know, so you get the same level of enjoyment, it's just in a different way. You don't have to spread it Mm -hmm. out over all the cars you own.
0: Cool. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I, I congratulate them. And to everybody that attended, thank you for being open-minded and heading out to this race. Uh, it, it, I just hope things get better from there on. And congratulations. It was a great last. I know there's some other races coming up like Fall Brawn or stuff, but this is like the last race where we'll see most of these guys get together until SIC in January. And then, of course, DNC in February. Um. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it all right guys um as you guys know this podcast is brought to you by high tech rcd they are lead in rc systems delivering the highest performance and reliability supported by dedicated customer service personnel the hsb 938 1th servers have efficient brushless motors titanium gears low consumption constant output and a metal case they also regenerate power back into your battery on braking just like e-cars do electric cars the rdx2 pro charger which i have and love it can charge two packs at a time you can monitor all of that on your phone with their bluetooth dongle so you can control all of that and it's just probably one of the best chargers that i've used it's got a usb port for engine heating and um charging up your phone and whatnot so check it out trust in high tech your servo and charger headquarters you can visit them at hightechrcd.com. where to buy to find your nearest retailer All right, so we do have some questions. I know we said this was only going to be an hour, and we're already at an hour and 22 minutes. So let's go through some of these questions and um, answer. We do have a few, but, uh, you know, this is the only time we're going to be taking questions this week. So uh, with that said, let's go on to the Beach RC Bench Racing
3: Q&A beachrc.com the racers one stop online hobby shop choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service beachrc.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet beachrc.com is the exclusive distributor for ultimate racing jq racing pro circuit racing tires nitro Lux fuels and assault rc performance products so fill up your cart and check out at BeachRC.com today
0: thank you to BeachRC to for their continued support shout out to brent and lucas they were at ams i can't wait to see lucas's video he's been getting really good with his vlogs and um check them out we have an affiliate link for them that helps us out if you can we greatly appreciate it and um, yeah you support a great company all right max so do we want to get into some of your questions that you have
1: or Yeah, I'll dig him up.
0: Uh, or do you want me to start with um, some?
1: Let's start with uh, Kevin's questions, because I forgot about this. He sent this like a month back, so okay, <laughs> we go. got to answer some of that. So the first one is, why are we seeing more and more pros move away from 10th scale? And uh, a lot, there really is a lot more high level in Nitro than there is in ten scale. So why does that happen? What do you guys think?
0: I think because mods dying in America, it's pretty
1: much only because dead. of that. If 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 it, it was all stock, do you think Ten Scale will grow? Do you think Mayfield will run stock?
0: I, I think that these guys maybe like who knows if Mayfield's going to run Ten Scale next year? You know he does not. I mean maybe he's just seen out his career at Yokomo. But when I asked uh, when I asked Jared about this, he just like I think he's like let's be honest like. Mayfield, Cal, and Tebow have carried 10 scale in America for the last, what, 15 years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're getting up to the, they all have children now. They all are probably at a stage in their career where they can say where they want to race and stuff like that. And obviously they, pref- it looks like they prefer nitro and, and eight scale races. And I just think mm-hmm. like, I think maybe the direction that 10 scales going isn't what they really like. Like, you know, sanding tires and, being, you know, all Mm -hmm. that type of stuff. But mod is definitely dying. Um, I I think it's, I think mod should just become pro. Like I said this all the time, and be for the pro racers and and whatnot. And, And the stock guys should be mod. Or spec model, we, we
1: are we are particularly talking about just the pro drivers because 10 scale isn't dead by any means, it's, Not in it's Europe. pretty big in America. Not in Europe.
0: It's it's big, it's big, but it's, it's no, but stock. in
1: America, 10 scale is, yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's stock or I agree. Mod. 10 scale is still big in America. The thing is, in America, also in Europe, where are the pros? Where are the 10 scale pros?
4: I think it's a uh, COVID thing, just you think. Because I thought, I think it started Yeah, because I I don't think that was electric buggy really losing uh, the pro drivers before COVID? I don't think so. Everyone was pretty much Yeah. Um, Everyone was still running it, weren't they?
1: Well, I think Kind of, but if you look at, if you look like EOS and stuff, already pre-COVID, it wasn't looking too good. Like EOS was getting smaller and smaller by the year since like I remember yeah. the peak well, of EOS was probably like 2018, 20, like when Tesman was running e- EOS and Mayfield was running at one race, that was probably the peak of EOS. And since then, it's been sort of slowing down a lot in Europe, especially.
4: If I had to guess, or, well, why don't I enjoy 10-scale more? It's because of the tires and... Uh, how mm-hmm. the races are. So in America, the problem is they race on the indoor tracks with sauce and slicks and sanding tires and all that bullshit. And you have to like break in the tires just right. And then there's this moment when they are the best and then they are worse again. So it's too difficult. Just fucking put tires on the car and run. Like that's fun. Not all this other bullshit. Right. You, so you that's what? one thing in America and in Europe, it's the problem that race a lot of on carpet or Astro and you race tires that have a lot of grip and even there there's the problem so you have to run them like oh the, the tires are the best on the third pack or like second third and fourth battery pack they're the best so not the first one mm-hmm. but second third and fourth and then they fade so you have to be like oh, okay so you have to be on that tire again and it's just it really sucks so and then when it gets competitive enough to where everyone's doing that it stops being fun Mm-hmm. so it's happened in pretty much yeah. every class touring car racing boom huge boom everyone was running touring car right mm-hmm. then it became too competitive it's like well exactly 22 minutes before you need to apply the source like this then you need to wipe it off exactly seven minutes before and then right before you have to do that and this and then you have to peak your battery it's like oh my god jesus christ and tire warmers it just gets too much and too competitive and then it, the fun goes away I would agree with that. So then, touring car died, and similar thing could be happening now in uh, in Moscow. It mod. goes in waves. Yeah, I think it goes. And, and the goes. thing is,
1: and the thing is, let's be honest here. AMS, everyone is talking about tires. Every time you move to a track where it's hard packed or high grip, or every time when tires are a big deal, when it's not loamy, when it's not wet, when it's not dusty or bumpy tires are a huge deal mm-hmm. every single time and when that happens it's not that it's not that fun anymore. in eight scale sort of the saving grace probably has been that there's open tires so people are used to their tires sucking and it's kind of their own fault like people can sort of right. rationalize that but in 10 scale or uh, sort of uh, touring cars as well it's 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 uh, sort of control tires, and you, they allow a lot of stuff you can do with the tires. They allow cutting the pins. They allow uh, saucing the tires. They allow warming up the tires in on-road. Uh, all that kind of stuff is. It just makes it too hard. It's like you have to do a lot to make the tire work, and I think that's a really good point, actually, the tires, because I, I would have personally more went to the way of, like. 10-scale isn't that exciting, really. 8-scale takes a lot more time and effort. You need to prepare the car. It's a long main. It's sort of an event. When you go there, you, you're excited. 10-scale is sort of you just go out and practice and recharge the pack and drive and drive and drive. And then if your car is good at the race, you win. It's It, it has a lot less of that sort of driving capability and and well, obviously you need to be fast driver, but sort of all that effort that goes into 8-scale, 10-scale is just something you can run on the side. And I think that's something that turns a lot of people off, especially pros, because like Mayfield wants to win DNC, but what 10-scale race, apart from the world, so really, really does he actually need to win?
0: Also, I want to say something, because I was having this discussion the other day, and if you can trace it back to one event, when things started going different. I'm not, by by far, I'm not saying that 10 scale's dead because on a stock level and all that stuff, it's booming. You know what I mean? And you go on a club level like in England and all that stuff, it's booming. But we're talking about on a pro level. You can trace this back to one race and one event, I think. And if you really look at it, we can look look at when the Cactus Classic went from outside to inside. There's no more out no more big outdoor uh Ten scale races, all the cars went from rear motor and all that type of stuff to you know basically being like touring cars with bigger shocks. You know what I mean? And I, I exactly. and don't get me wrong, I like carpet. I like carpet, and I I think it's fun. And it's cool. it's for me. I'm I'm just a pleb, so it doesn't really matter to me. I'm not gonna know what's it's better with grip, or anything with twenty battery packs. Obviously, I will. But I think it's just become uh, with the pro guys more just like, hey, it's just not how it used to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think with eight scale, it still has that, it's how it used to be. You, st- you know, you go to this this ten scale race, it's in a building, you're there all day. You know, I guess, yeah, it's nice to be in a controlled environment, air conditioning, all that stuff. But you're smelling the sauce, you're doing all that stuff. You know, you're doing all that stuff. And it's just like, this isn't what we started with when we as, when we as younger. And I think if you, I think we need to see more outdoor races. But then people would say, well, these new cars, they don't work outdoors. Well, like, come on. You know, they yeah.
1: work outdoors. No, They're no. outdoors. I think the issue with ten scale is is the for some reason the attitude for choosing tire is wrong. Like in Finland, for example, for that rules you winter, mean
4: for control tire.
1: Yeah, the, the control that they choose is wrong. Like I can give a yeah. like a perfect example from Finland. Schumacher uh, came out with the honeycomb tire. It was tested. Everyone who tested it loved it uh, at this track where the first uh, sort of race of the season was held at. Uh, but instead, uh, people chose a mini pin tire because they said it felt better to drive. Well, one thing they left out was this mini pin tire, you have to scrub in for 300 laps, you can't scrub it in, with your, in the bench. You can't scrub it in with the drill or anything because you ruin the pins. You twist the pins. It wears down the wrong way. So you have to go down to the track. You have to run it for 300 laps, and then the tire will be good for 100 laps, and then it will t- be too worn out.
0: That's just too much trouble to do all that yeah
4: exactly that's fucking awful i think that the one thing that um everyone seems to miss with the control tire is the point isn't to find the best tire for the control tire no the point is to find an easy most consistent solution which hopefully is a bit loose right because when you have that situation then everyone's on the same playing field you don't have to have uh, the perfectly worn out tire or brand new tires. It's just like this is a pretty good average tire That's pretty much always the same That's mm-hmm. what you need
3: mm-hmm. yeah. It
4: lasts well, like, and it's fine and then yeah. and everyone now, can focus on car setup instead of the tire Yeah,
1: now sort of a good example of a control tire is The H scale tire we run in Finland. So H scale nationals in Finland run cultural tires. I was there when we were testing tires I tested this one uh, tires, which was the HP Megabytes, which is a small pin tire. To me, I was fastest with that. I liked it the most, but I know the tire was hard to drive and you need to set up the car in a certain way. And when we had this other tire, which is the HP Gridlocks, which allows the car to move around a bit, it's much more forgiving. You don't need to have, like it, they work, when you put them on the car, they work. When you drive hundred laps, you have to drive 200 laps they still work. They don't wear any anything. They don't have wear apart from really hot weather, obviously. So like when you choose a tire like that, which stays the same for a long amount of time, it works in all conditions. It's very stable. And you always know how the car handles. You don't have any issues. And right now I've asked people like, hey, what's the best tire to run on carpet if you want to just have fun? Everyone says the honeycomb, why the hell do we run the Cactus? Why the hell does, it, like, on EOS carpet, yeah, the Cactus is probably better because it's very high, the, uh, the sort of carpet is very thick. But on, like, basic uh, carpet that is run all around Europe, Honeycomb is probably the best tire, and they last a long time, and the grip stays similar because they don't have pins. It's a red tire, and you, you can use, like, uh, additives on it if you want to, but you don't really need to, and for races you can uh, allow additives. But for example, what I I talk about with someone about this last week in Finland, you allow additives outside of the race area, and you don't allow anything inside. So I think I don't think there's issue then because people would use additives at home or something.
3: The no, I don't agree. That.
1: but then at the race you don't have an issue of people using additives in whole sp- a whole place smelling like that bullshit people use. So like. You avoid all the issues this way, and you get a. You don't have to worry about stuff at this point. I think this is the way to go, and making the tire choice easier for people is the goal. Like that should be the goal, but somehow it's. At EOS, they have tried to do it, but they have missed the mark for many years. Now they maybe have it together. I don't know, but yeah, there's a lot of issues with tire choice for sure in ten scale.
4: You know what? Because they try to go for the fastest tire, but mm-hmm. it's not about that. Mm-hmm.
0: You yeah. know what? Though I think um, also there's no real incentive for people to come out of stock in America. People like it there, and that's fine. But yeah. it's like you know, in America,
1: I, yeah. But Europe, Europe, but, everyone runs mod. So oh, yeah, you you know, there is, no, there the is no. I think
0: there is maybe some classes in the UK, but not like that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what the conundrum is. If it maybe stock is just like like Larry says, stock is the future, but it kind of shouldn't be like March should be the upper echelon. Like his point was like, oh, well, these stock guys will beat these if these pro drivers drove on. No, if these pro drivers went on to stock, they beat the fast stock guys too because they're good. Like you know what I mean? I don't know how to fix mm-hmm. ten scale. I know that this race coming up this weekend in Florida is going to be big, and I like seeing stuff like that, but. I'm not, I'm not saying the 10 scale is dying. I think mod is dying and the pro participation in mod. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like if you really want to be a good driver, like if you want to make money and, and be popular, it's it's really, you, you need to do both. But if you're going to pick one, I would pick 8 scale, you know? So I don't yeah. know, man. But okay,
1: I think that leads to the second one that Kevin had, which is would RCGP be... Like sensible to do for ten scale, because I think realistically it's it's not a very good idea. Because, like I think people are the most interested in eight scale.
4: I mean, I I would say yes, but we already have EOS for ten scale, and there are all kinds of series in uh, America already. And RCGP can only focus on one thing to begin with. Later on, yeah, sure it. I think 10 scale off road could be fun. I mean, every single class could work for RCGP on some level, but to to begin with, to showcase our hobby to people, I think 8 scale off road is the best way. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion.
0: I don't know. I, don't, I think, yeah. I also think, no offense to the 10 scale class, I enjoy watching it um, at times, but I'm sorry. Like, I just don't think. Like, even e-buggy, I like it, but it's, it doesn't get me, my blood going, like, nitro buggy and truggy. You know, yeah. pit, pit spots. It's
1: weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's just a bias that I like driving a nitro buggy, but for sure, like, like, 10-scale worlds versus 8-scale worlds, like, it's, to me, like, there's no not a much excitement for 10-scale worlds. It's, yeah, it's I agree. weird. I don't know if it's, it's it's so weird. Maybe I'm biased on this, uh, so I hard to say. But yeah, ten scale is a weird because it used to be the biggest class. It used to be the one where everybody ran, mm-hmm. tool drive especially.
0: Yeah, it's it's difficult, man. It's weird. It, it's like it's just weird not even seeing Tebow at nationals, like a ten scale nationals, you know? Yeah. So yeah. All right. What you got? One more question there, or do we have to go into? Yeah,
1: my one more time? question from Augie is. Uh, this is mostly a GQ because I'm not 100% sure about this. So what happens if I run thinner hex in front versus the rear and vice versa? So sort of widening the car from the hex in the front versus the rear.
4: I have a few good videos on this because it's not quite as simple as that. It depends on yeah. the car itself. But on your normal sort of C-Hub car, HB, JQ, uh, Kyosho, if you go to a wider hex on the front, it makes the steering more aggressive. You have more initial steering. It kind of feels like you just have more steering, but it's the initial into the corner that's more. And then if you go narrower, you have less initial steering and it also, it also sort of catches bumps less. So basically on those cars with the C hub steering, you go narrow for less steering, wide for more steering. That's how I would say it. And
2: yeah, then on I the pillowball it.
4: cars, it's a bit different. Mm-hmm. So Max ran associated now, so maybe he can confirm. But on the pillowball cars, it's different because when you put uh, wider hex on. Um, oh, wait, let me think about this. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's not entirely the opposite. It's like the difference between steering mid corner and into the corner is less when you put a wider hex on. On the rear or on the front? Uh, on the front. So when you go to a narrow hex on a pillowball car, you have less steering into the corner, but then you turn the wheel more. And then mid corner, when the car wants to turn more, the car will turn more. So yeah, you, yeah, can, you can you exactly can feel happens, that yeah. you can feel that the narrow hex has more steering. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of it's not the same as on the C hub more steering. It's more steering because yeah. you have initially less steering, so you turn the turn the wheel more and then it sort of surprises mm-hmm. you mid corner. Yeah. And then when you go Especially- to a wider hex, you actually have more steering in, into the corner. But it's closer to the same as what you have mid-corner. And as a driver, mm-hmm. because you have more initial, you turn the wheel less. So you're driving a bit with less wheel input, which makes it not have that oversteer mid-corner. Yeah. Okay?
1: And especially, oftentimes what people do is they, also in ball cars, because you can make the arms longer. Oftentimes what people do is they make the arm longer and then they put the hex narrower. So what happens is the longer arms calms down the car. So the initial sort of steering is even more calmer. And then we just need even more and in the mid corner, it sort of grabs the car a bit. So it's a bit sort of harder to control a lot of times, even though it's easier going high speed, going over bumps if you have longer arms. But... In the corner, you have the sort of grabbing thing where you, suddenly it starts to turn more than you think it yeah.
3: would.
4: So on the Mayako, you can actually have both front ends. So you can have geometry, which is like on the pillowball car. So what I've noticed is with that geometry, I like running a wider hex because it makes the steering more linear. It's actually, mm-hmm. for me, the way I drive, it's easier with a wider hex on a pillow bowl car on the front. Interesting. I, he, I think he only asked about the front, so... Mm-hmm. That's not even here. He asked about
1: the, the rear. Rear, rear as well, but rear, there's a lot more things because when it's a sort of pillow ball car style rear end, apart from S-Works, going to a water hex, it's not the same as going to a wider hex on an HBO style car, at least the way I felt it.
4: No, on Kyosho HB, JQ, that sort of normal C-Hub cars, when you go to a wider hex, you have more rear grip. It just locks the rear in on power. And, and, uh, into the corner you also have more grip but mid corner maybe the rear would slide a bit and it's not quite as good in bumps narrow hex on a car like that is just overall the rear is a bit looser so you go into the corner it's a bit looser it slides over bumps better so it's better in bumps then when you get on power you don't have as much rear grip so if the rear end feels loose you can go to a wider hex on the rear and you'll just have more grip but then on the pillow ball cars when the hub looks like a Mugen or associated. Um, so basically the hex is, if you look at the h- hub from the rear, you see the hinge pin is kind of far out, almost under the hex. Uh, when it's that way, the wider hex will actually probably make the car easier to drive because when you have a narrow hex, the, the rear end will want to steer the car. So mid not get on throttle and the rear wants to step out. So then you would yeah. put a wider hex to, it's, to reduce that effect.
1: Yeah, but it's also weird because when I was running JQ and I went to a wider hex, it was always like into the corner, the rear end wants to be catched out. But on the associate it's the opposite. You, when you go to a narrower hex, into the corner the rear end has good grip. But as soon as you go on power and on throttle, I feel there's a much harder time really on the narrow hex. And but it doesn't help as much going to the wide one. Because I tried super wide hexes last summer. It doesn't have the same effect where you just gain and gain grip. It's sort of, no, at some it point just, it feels like the rear end, it's it's not just consistent. So you need to find sort of a place where it works, and then you just use that Really,
4: Yeah. That's what the, I find. Going to that wider hex on those cars doesn't really increase rear grip. It just reduces rear steer, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's as loose, okay. but that at least the rear isn't trying to turn the car anymore.
0: Okay. Um, Nathan Genda, because uh, I think he was in our our um, watch party yesterday, and he asked, "What's JQ thoughts on Fenn being the only guy to have two people pit him?" Now this was a uh, we was debating whether this was true or not, but I somebody said it was pre COVID, like when COVID was around, he could only have oh Cavalieri also had. He had two.
1: So TLR. TLR has uh, two Did you guys notice business.
0: that everybody else only had one pit guy and, and yeah. TLR guys had well, two? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Like, the thing is, the thing is, like, America doesn't have rules. So, America is not a country for people who want to have rules. So oh, not
0: for RC. There's plenty of rules in America.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah, don't kneel for the
4: anthem. That's nice. a rule.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a rule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, yeah, probably at least some point, if people think that's a rule, probably some, at some point, the announcer said there was that. But, like, what what are you going to do? Where's the rule book? Like, which page on the rule book are you going to point at? Hey, this, this is the rule. (laughs) There isn't one. So, uh, yeah, but I think, I think this could move into a more bigger conversation about American racing. There's, a lot of money on the line at these bigger races, and there isn't any rules. Like, I don't know if DNC has a proper rule book. They, I know they do some tech, mm-hmm. but it's it's it, like, come on. <laughs> it's not really that sort of controlled environment where because they, there could be like tens of thousands on the line for a bad so, tech position.
4: You know, I don't think this will necessarily ever change. in... America for RC. Maybe we can have a few, ra- like maybe AMS can be one race that's just amazing in every mm-hmm. way. Maybe RCGP in America the can Nationals. be that way. So there would be, well, maybe, but I don't.
1: <laughs> Nationals know. amazing. So, in the same sentence.
4: Because even in motocross in America, they have these same issues. Like, uh, Palpamek show, Steve Mathis had this rant about the uh, world vets. So they had this uh, <laughs> world championship for vets, so 30 plus, 35 plus, 40 plus, 35 plus, all these different classes, right? But because his rant was so perfect, it could have been a rant we have here. He was saying, instead of just focusing on entries and getting as much money as possible, give some value to the races, like they shortened the races, they uh, did everything they could just to get as many entries as possible. So a ton of different classes, they didn't think about how they structured the day. So what they did was they they have like six minute races or I can't remember, like something ridiculous, like what the fuck? That's only a few laps, yeah. <laughs> but they would do it. So uh, someone starts and starts their race. And then the next class starts while the other guys are still riding. So they had this problem where <laughs> they had a slow class, like finishing their race and then like the fastest guys, so then there was this situation where some fucking, you know, average Joe was riding the track and Mike Alessi came and jumped into oh, him. Like, yeah. it was a yeah, massive crash,
3: right? Yeah. Because the other
4: guy was like cruising yeah. and wasn't doing the jumps. And then Alesi comes, blind jump, boom, just plunked him. Like, literally, he could have died, right? Yeah, in I the mean, video, I don't know what happened died. to him.
1: He he was he he didn't, apparently even he was he okay
4: ran. in the end. Like he was yeah, paralyzed yeah. for a bit, but then he was okay. But just like Jesus Christ, so if they are doing these kind of things in motocross where there's guarantee more involved and they're just going for the entries and not giving a shit about the actual race and making all kinds of basic mistakes like this, then we have no hope. Seriously.
0: I don't know. I don't know yeah, if there was a I rule mean, or what, but somebody had like mentioned it, it and then I kind of, I was like, oh, wow, they are the only two. While well, I only saw Cav. I mean, Ben, I didn't, but there are only two, but <laughs>
1: I, it, I don't know. It like, sounds like he didn't miss the whole, I think, it sounds like he didn't miss anything, everything JQ said there, because he, should just kept on going with the two-man pick. <laughs> <big crew. laughs> I don't know, man, because that's
0: just stuck in my mind. Like, that's getting like a think about like, You know what I mean? Um, if yeah, any, You know, when yeah. Joseph starts going on, I just kind of,
1: you zone out.
0: Yeah, he gets in that monotone science mode, and I'm just like,
1: uh... "It was a good, it was no, a good no, talk about white No, I heard about Emerita Steve Mathis' rant. I
0: heard that. I heard that.
1: Have issue Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Yellow wheels are faster. I don't know, Joseph. Are yellow wheels faster? Max, you won. You won both yes. wheels.
1: I run yellow, but unfortunately, in Finland now we have the control tires, so I have to run
4: white. Yeah, I'm yellow gonna go green faster. next year. I'm going full can I?
0: Mm, this, yeah. this Kyosha look badass too. I
1: want to go. I want to go orange next year. We can make that happen. Does any Does anyone have orange wheels? I want to go orange.
0: All right, next Max and orange. I, you will not have an orange. You're gonna be like Savoya. Savoya likes orange wheels, right?
1: You know the You know the Japanese guy, yeah. uh, Sigura Yes, he likes he orange wheels too. Paints. He paints the wheels orange.
0: He has a lot of time on his hands.
1: Um, yeah, I remember people at the worlds were saying he was painting the wheels orange.
0: Well, he definitely yeah. wanted to be coordinated. But. Uh, Jacob Jacob Peterson, uh, who did all the photography at at race time. Good job, dude! Great pictures. I know he was done. I know he was done People like didn't have manpower to run the cameras. I know, I know. So I'm, I don't blame him or blame anybody. I just say yeah, we need more manpower for that. But uh, um. He asked, I'm curious what people thought of the format, both from people who attended and online viewers. So Kyle Neary, who has probably one of the best backyard tracks I've ever seen, he goes, this is his thoughts, and he posted it. He says, I love the Super Pro, and he was at the race. I love the Super Pro, longer mains, but wasn't a fan of three consecutive lap qualifying. This was the general view in the groups I was with at the track, which I could understand. Normal qualifying, he says, just do normal qualifying, Super Pro to start off, grid position and DQ, Means he says, I had an amazing time, so much track time, and the layout was the most challenging race track, race line track I've raced. And yes, Max, it was 37 degrees. One of the days, it was icebox.
1: During the day?
0: But it was cold because one of those days. 37
1: is, is freezing almost. 32 is zero in Celsius.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's about what I got in general from people about the race as well.
4: i I would say that uh the qualifying i wish that a race would try the whole three lap four lap or five lap but the best average especially Mm -hmm. a race that has good coverage because ocrc they run this for qualifying and it's awesome because you can be out there and he will like three minutes into the race he will give you the standings like ryan Cavalieri 26.4 or something and then uh mayfield 26.5 so mayfield knows that okay he just needs to have one stellar lap to get his average faster you know and then then everyone will watch mayfield do that lap right because they know like Mm -hmm. okay he's gonna go for a flying lap now and then he mayfields the shit out of it and has a perfect (laughs) lap and everyone was watching and he just did something absolutely amazing right everyone's like holy shit that was insane did you see what he did there and then he's like Mayfield's average, 26.3, you know? That it will make qualifying a situation where the drivers are pushing the absolute limit to get the best lap time. Mm-hmm. You don't get that when you do a whole five-minute run, and this is the critical thing. You also don't get that when you have three consecutive laps. It has mm-hmm. to be just do one fucking fast lap, okay? Then relax for a lap or mess up or whatever, and then focus, do another fucking fast lap, right? That would so make it super exciting laps, too. Yes. Yeah, so if you have like, you have six minutes on the track or five minutes on the track, you know that you will do, let's say you will do 10 laps. You know that you only need four of them, right? So not only does that mean that you can pull in the pits or whatever, it also means that it creates this situation where you have different guys going for a fast lap at different times. And if you have a really good announcer, who is looking at the situation, you can sort of prime the driver and the audience to like, oh, this guy needs a fast lap now, and then people will be watching that guy, and then he'll go for a fast lap, you know?
0: And everybody I just loves think it laps. will
4: change the... Yeah, it will change the dynamic of qualifying, which in every other sport, qualifying is about going fast. That's what mm-hmm. Max also said. Mm-hmm. Like In RC, it's not about going fast. It's about being consistent while going fast. Well, that's different mm-hmm. to going as fast as humanly possible you know and that's what we should have we should have it so when the best driver does an absolutely stellar lap that's like the highlight of qualifying did you see fend go seven tenths faster than anyone else did you see that shit? that was insane Mm -hmm. that's what qualifying is about right then once you're Mm -hmm. done with that you have a few rounds of that then you go into the qualifying race so it's now that we've seeded into the brackets we have the guys who were able to do those five fast laps in five minutes, and now we race, and then that's a race, heads-up race, and then you end qualifying. I think I would really like to see that format played out and see how it goes yeah. in a race like this. I'm
0: surprised people don't wouldn't want that anyway, because what's the first thing people say? Oh, I had the fastest lap. You know, I hit hot lap. Everybody exactly, loves hot yeah. laps. Yeah. Well, let's make hot laps yeah. mean something instead of just bragging rights. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, and the thing the thing is like the when you have the qualifying race or in this case the Super pole, the the fact that someone is doing can do five fast laps, some like Fend who can definitely do crazy hot laps, but then has an issues in Mains and can't really keep it consistent, you you will have to be tested in that uh qualifying race. Like it's not like you just run uh, we did like a knucklehead on the track with trying to do the fastest laps and then get the TQ and start first in the main or anything like that. You still have to survive the qualifying race. You still have to prove yourself that you can be consistent if, when it counts. And I think that's sort of the best combination of both. You can see the top speed of the guys. You can see the racecraft and the skill and consistency of these guys. And then you go into main and see who's the, who's the winner. So I think that's the- sort of the whole structure go- goes together.
4: Also, another positive is for the racer themselves. So one thing that really pisses me off at races is when something happens in qualifying, that's not my fault. So someone crashes in front of them, the marshal walks in front of my car, like all kinds of bullshit like this that can ruin your qualifying round. With this system, it wouldn't ruin your round. It just ruins one lap. So who cares? You still have enough laps to make up for that. So the stress level will also be lower in that sense, and luck will have less to do with it. Because everyone can get, if it's like a case where the rule is something that 30% or 40% of your laps, that's how many count, right? So if, if you do 10 laps in five minutes, then four of those laps, that's what counts. And it's the average of that, that lap. You know, more than half of your laps will be discarded. So one bad lap, one guy taking you out or crashing in front of you, one bad marshal, it doesn't matter. You know, so there'll be less yelling and stress and all that because people know it's just one lap. Who cares? You know, I'll have some mm-hmm. good laps here. Okay. So there's that too.
1: And also, also the thing I feel is at this race, they did three qualifying runs. I see no reason to do three when you have the top five format. You can do two and like in two, you should be able to get the sort of the results that you are after. And what that allows is it's more room in the schedule. You can run even longer mains if you want to. You can run some different formats if you want to in America. You can go to the sort of Christmas tree system that is used in, in Europe where you have the semis, the odds, and the evens. When people get even more track time, something like that could be switched uh, as well. So you can gain time in a schedule. You can run, bring more people in, whatever it is. But when you run five-minute qualifiers, you have to have at least three. That's You just have to have it. And I think there is no point to run two days of qualifying at DNC and then run one day of mains. It's like, yeah, I don't don't understand. And also,
4: we keep we often forget, but many people who do those races, when they are in the lower mains, on the last day they they are done like before 8 a.m. You know, and Mm -hmm. they raced for seven minutes or something. Like, how long will they keep doing that? Like, if they are there for the racing more than the socializing, they wouldn't do it. We Mm -hmm. have to make it so you can be there for the racing or you can be there for the socializing or both. So whatever is the reason you're there, you will enjoy it. And you can't tell me that someone who goes to a race like BNC for the racing is happy to be done at 8 a.m. on main day after having raced a six-minute race or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know? It is.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I like hot laps. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah,
1: but I, I think for sure this format, at least in the spec- perspective of me, I like. I saw. I think it worked really well. I think there was no point where I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe it doesn't work." I think the whole way through, it looked like it worked, and I think the top three consecutive laps, it seemed like something I would have changed before they went. And I think what people said about it confirms that i think top five uh, laps overall is is is, is a better system and i think that's what ams should try for next year and i think i think that's what other races should implement as well
4: i remember doing it at ocrc and it it was fun as a driver too because you're doing your run and Mm -hmm. especially you need an announcer that's on on his game and sort of sort of telling people what's going on it makes it better for the races and also for the spectators so it's good because as a driver, then you try and do a really good lap. You know, if you get out of your rhythm, you sort of gather yourself and go again. So, yeah. okay, It's good.
0: Alright, Adam Ross. Was Fenn running the new buggy uh, from our sources? He's been yeah. running that since Silver yeah. State. Or well, parts yeah. of it since Silver and
1: State. Yeah, but I, I don't know if they are trying to do a new buggy. What I'm, what I'm hearing, what I've seen from pictures, it's a new rear end or like some new bits in the rear end and new AMB block in front
2: yeah the
4: only pictures i saw the front looked the same so yeah narrow pivot I heard, gone, but i haven't seen the rear hub, so i don't know i the heard
1: they had uh, they had tried the like a few degrees kpi like hp has hmm.
4: i think that's what happened really was that uh Barry Baker bought the Invisible Speed online course and watched all the videos, (laughs) and uh, then uh, Thomas Tran bought the book, the Invisible Speed book, and they read through that. They also watched my video on the TLR buggy, and uh, then basically that they came to the conclusion that they need to change the rear end, and that's what they've done. So, yeah, we maybe we'll see less fending in
0: 2022.
4: (laughs) I hope. hope. Happy to be of service.
0: Adam Revi asked what happened to Ogden we already explained what happened to Ogden like kind of like his MO sometimes he can either be really fast Ogden. and on fire or is.
4: by the way if you get the season this is this time just forward it to me
0: oh I am <laughs> JQ's comments do not represent the views of the NNRC horizon disclaimer <laughs> um alright uh, Adam Revi about Ogden I mean he just blew out man he just blew out and he make, and makes mistakes, and he, uh, but, uh, you know what, he get guys? Back.
1: This, like, it's more often than not that this happens. This is his mo. If he's not out yeah. in the front, this is what happened. It's, it's like like, you should know if he's starting from eighth, he'll finish last or second to last. Like, <laughs> but that's not
0: true. That's not true at all. Because when he was at the Nationals, he was down a lap from the beginning in a semi and unlapped himself and won that. And then was up to third in the finals. So we know that he has the potential to do these things. He just has to... It's, it's a, that throw, happened, it's a that happened
1: like six years ago. It yes. happens like six years if ago. If you want
0: to sort the way guy I was driving at the Nationals, wow. This year? Yes. He but has the potential to, to do all of this. And he, he led just,
1: from the start. That's me. what I'm saying. If he's out front, if he keeps doing his game, he keeps his head together, he can win. He has the speed, he has the talent, he has the consistency. What he doesn't have is sort of keeping his head together when it's not going his way. Okay, well, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Benjamin James, where does uh, his performance this weekend and his win at Southern Nets put the code of Finn in the run-up for the world next year? I think we're talking about
1: a maybe, whole different maybe track. Maybe we
4: we'll make the main. Wait, wait. Worlds is Redovan. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Actually, yeah, I'm he so, could I'm be sorry, good. But, he could be okay. He could be I okay just, if he yeah. doesn't get bumpy.
4: Let's see what they do with the layout and the surface. But if I had to put my money on someone now, it would definitely not be Fend on that track.
1: Oh, yeah. no, no. But I mean, let, I let's imagine Mayfield, the Worlds I take Mayfield,
4: Cavantino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ongaro... Ongaro, Ronnefalk, Robert, Kanas, um, Berton, Mayfield, Mayfield. Tessman on that track, mm-hmm. yeah, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Cav, The question is, no. the, question is like be, wed- the question should be The question should be how many Americans do you think are gonna make the final at the world's next year?
4: Well, we have to talk about that be, on another podcast. Yeah, uh, I, know. I
1: think you'll be I think it'll be pretty similar to always. It's always around six and six.
0: I think
4: so. Yeah. It, I it's like half and country. half, pretty much. Maybe we do, yeah. maybe
0: we don't.
4: The, yeah, this, this 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 might go a bit uh, European. Yeah. It, yeah. it depends a lot oh. what they do with the layout, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
1: But for sure, Fend will be fast if it's like Red One has usually been. But if it gets even slightly bumpy, slightly dusty, or he gets sort of uh, well he'll probably don't pro line next year anyway, but if he gets slightly bumpy or dusty, it's yeah, it's gonna be hard for him.
0: All right, so Colin That's Branch of TLR fame. What's up, Colin? He asks Are three rounds of of three rounds of qualifying really needed with the format three fastest consecutive laps.
4: No, yeah, no I kind of that. Oh, no. okay. That's yeah. what you're talking hey, about. You have to pay me overtime now. It's over two hours. I know, hours. but I
0: could have sworn you answered that, Max. All right. So here's here's the big thing that came out of um, out of out of out of out of AMS, and it happens. It happened at the time I was at this race. Has happened at DNC. All this type of stuff. So jerry so somebody stole like a big bag of. I think either they belong to Patrick. Russiter, oh yeah, stickers. Big bag yeah. of J Concepts tires from him.
2: Yeah.
0: Joey Fisher's asked, Why do people keep stealing other people's stuff? Well, if this is a freaking RC racer doing this, then this guy shouldn't be allowed at any race ever again, in my opinion. If we find out that this guy, that this person that stole- I would have
4: known an RC racer steal J Concepts tires.
0: That, but, yeah. but, no, but like, all right. So remember when we was at DNC in 2018, a guy's e buggy went missing. I think even
2: the um, Dude, and, and
1: every American every American race I've been to, someone has gotten shit stolen. Well, like, because, because I haven't gone to a raids. big American race. Yeah, it does. And the thing is, like, this is this is not anything spectacular in America. This is how the co- culture is there. This is like people get their shit stolen in RC races. This is this is part of the American RC culture and
0: at big races.
1: yeah. I, I can't at big races. Yeah, and the thing is like. There isn't enough of like effort to try and fix this by anyone really. So like I I always find it a bit hilarious where people are surprised. That, oh, my shit got stolen. Yeah, it happens for, at fucking every race. Like no, like people should try I think to if fix cars this get before stolen, it happens.
0: I think if cars get stolen, I think it's, I, I think I really think it's non-RC people because I think it's people. Oh, that's a car. I can sell it. Like it makes some money real quick probably a drug addict. No, but sort. I mean, no, I'm telling you, dude, I don't think, I don't think people is going to steal somebody's car. It's too, like an RC is just too noticeable. You know what I mean? Tires. No, low, but like you, tires you throw,
1: you throw the body away. You throw the body away. You run the track, you run the car out on track a few times. You switch the tele- electronics, you sell it again. Yeah, you gotta, that's you possible. Gotta that's, possible. Like, that's very yeah. possible too. And especially someone like DNC, where a lot of people fly into,
0: mm-hmm.
1: come on, like, yeah well i think i think the best way to
0: do it is to be vigilant and um i remember joseph one time he was at a race and he's like yeah pack this stuff away we're gonna go watch the mains that's when people steal the most you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's a shame that we have to be vigilant like that but i mean you have to be vigilant in life period so you know and i'm being guilty enough to leave stuff wide open and i it just when you go to races say like um like these one-off races too, you just don't know the t- the type of people that's are on or the type of area that it might be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As well. Because it seems to happen a lot at these one-off races. Um, so yeah, who knows? But the thing is, like, you know what should happen though? Happen. Seriously, yeah. I don't, I don't condone violence and I know you'll get in trouble uh, for doing this. But if somebody was to catch somebody stealing something, well, they should restrain them forcefully until the police come. And then actually call yeah, the police. Yeah, then they can beat them up. No, you can't beat people up, but you can. You can force. They police, can in America. You can
1: force people. No, you go
0: jail. You 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 go, you get in trouble too. The police.
1: You can. The f- police won't go to jail. No, the you'll restrain them
0: the wait the police
1: to come up and beat. Them no, up. but
0: pr- persecute these people. It may not mean nothing, but it it just it's just getting to the ridiculous. Like I see a lot of this type of stuff. I see people get stuff stolen out of their cars and all that stuff. That's that was always one. This is different. That was always one of my biggest fear when I was driving the janky JQ van across America on my own and having like someone breaking in and stealing all that stuff or even just me and Mike. So to say all of that. I was
4: so scared of that. Yeah. Stealing my life basically.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the thing, the thing is this is not an issue in Europe. I don't know if this is an issue in America, but this is an America problem or an RC problem.
3: Could
4: be. Yeah. The thing in Europe, you can have your shit stolen, but it doesn't happen at the track in the pits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know, oh, look exactly at David's.
0: Uh, no, like in America, it's like
4: the minute. car was stolen off the pit table. Yeah. You know those kind of things. Yeah. That's like what? How?
0: It's easy yeah. because <laughs> you know? people just uh, when people and people know. Hey, man, this when the main one. Everybody's gonna be watching that. You know. Yeah, yeah. And and then they that's easy pickings. And then if you ain't like and some people are pit way out. And no man's land sometimes too, you know what I mean? And that's,
4: I Yeah, but then again, like, there are literally, there are literally races in America who are basically homeless living in their car or something and they go to an RC race. Like, it's,
1: it's, it's most likely those guys who do it because it's, if you're a random person who's like, sees like, oh, there's an event here in middle of Tennessee and you go to someone's like, go into an arena See that a lot of people are watching a race. You're not going to be confident yes, enough. Yes, man. I'm telling you. Stuff.
0: I'm telling yeah. you. I don't. I honestly at this race, when I was there in 2018, some of the stuff got stolen, and I don't think it's RC people. I yeah, think it's. But it's listen, listen, listen it, to it me. It is
1: RC people. You gotta understand. 100%.
0: You gotta. It could be. I'm not. I'm not saying that it can't be RC people. I just don't think it's RC people. I think it's people that are that know that something's happening. Her that like you gotta understand. Like there's opportunistic people out there that. I would just, hey, what's that over there? Let me go over they there. Wouldn't steal. Yes,
4: they wouldn't they steal would. a bag of Jay Concepts
3: No, tires no, no, though. but they would steal yeah. a whole <laughs>
0: car because they take that car to a pawn shop yeah, maybe, and yeah. then and then get some money for it. You, you remember, like, there's drug addicts no, and all but, this type of stuff out there, and, and they'll the take a, a $500 car and sell it for 50. Yes, no, yes, that's what you don't understand. Sorry. You're in, you're in the middle of these areas. Like, people know this stuff is happening. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. You're in these small towns so they know something's happening. Okay. So they, that's what I'm saying.
1: What about DNC, though? Because DNC is you, like... You, at you, these, this was to be Phoenix. in Phoenix. you
0: you can't see that... This was no, in the, you can't see that something big's happening
1: there? This was in the middle of there. the fucking desert when no, the but track is. No, it's not the you're wrong, car. people,
0: man. You don't understand. You just don't see it because you never left the track. There's people all around. There's people everywhere. It was...
1: It was highways around it. It's the middle of right, the desert. So There's somebody nothing looked, around exactly. except for so that. You come over that highway.
0: You come over that highway. Oh, wow. What's all those lights and tents and all that stuff over there? Oh, let me go check it out. Oh, this is an opportunity. Oh, this person's left the stuff there. This person. Boom. Steal. Go. Simple. I'm or not saying it's not RC I'm not saying it's a, it can't or, be RC people, but yeah. you have to understand. I know but how.
1: Which, which one is more probable? The fact that someone happens to st- stay steer away from a highway to an RC track, find a tent, find a car, think, oh, I'm about to steal. Or an RC that's, guy that's who knows that's that people are going to watch them. Or or an RC guy who knows when the mains are up. That too. Uh People are going to watch it and they know, okay, these pits I see, there's no guys here. So I'm gonna go there and steal a bag of J Concept tires. Hey, they said HP buggy. Um, let's look if there's any markings on the chassis. No, take that as well. Yeah, what it's away, shitty. It's
0: shitty. If RC, and this, if RC people are doing this, if RC people are doing this, then they shouldn't be fucking Most likely, all any more it's races. All of them. You should shame if you ever no, find out who this was, shame them to the point like they cannot go to any race. But that will not happen.
1: Do you think do you think people who steal other people's cars have any sort of feel of shame? Really? Yeah, it's, but it's, it, not, about, it's not about shame. It's
0: about knowing. Like, hey, this person steals, don't let him to your track. You know what I mean? This person shady. Well, what happened with Eclip? I don't know. E, I think Eclipse yeah. still definitely still These a lot of These people are like
1: Eclip level shit. I you
0: don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know, but stealing is shitty and stealing from people like, whoa, racers here, and whoa, you know, spend a lot of money on this stuff to race and have somebody come in and steal your shit is bad. I'm not saying it's all RC people. Yeah. I definitely think it can be outside people because- <laughs> What because do you mean? You, you were
1: arguing that it's not RC people at all. <laughs> no,
0: you you make you bring up good points. I did not say it's not them at all. I'm saying there's a lot of opportunistic thieves. Like for instance, somebody knows yeah. that this race is going to be there. So they're like, hey, last year, I stole a car. I got 50 bucks for it. I got to smoke some some crack or something or buy some pills or something like that out of it. You know what I mean? Or so, pay for
1: the medical. N-
0: no, I don't. People that are stealing this type of stuff are paying for, <laughs> the, yeah, you know, like that's some grind How do you shit. know? In
1: America, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody I mean, paid this for This can happen anywhere, life, man. Um, Europe honestly, isn't, why?
0: this happens anywhere. This is, Europe isn't. No, the it doesn't. People get, stuff gets stolen in Europe. it doesn't.
1: Yes, this does not doesn't happen in Europe.
0: People's exactly, gets, that's people's the point. stuff gets stolen out of their cars and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, stuff. but they, they don't know
1: they're they are do not know they're they're stealing R C stuff in Europe at R C trucks. This does not happen.
0: Well, I don't. i of it. in Europe.
1: This so. happens that in in Italy and stuff. There are sort of signs warning from from thieves and stuff like that. So you shouldn't leave stuff in your cars and everything like that. But at an RC event, I have never heard anyone getting their shit stolen in Europe. In America, every single I, I have a, but
4: only in the parking lot. Yeah. Like not in the yeah. actual race.
0: The thing is, like, yeah. I don't think like, okay, someone stealing some JC tires, they knew what they were stealing. You know what I mean? So it probably mm-hmm. was an RC guy. But somebody swiping yeah. a whole car, I I'm not saying it can't be an RC guy, but it's probably some junkie looking for his fix. You know
4: what I mean? Let's put but it, it this abortion. way. It's more likely. Okay. I need to go get my fix now. No. No. Why can't you settle this goddamn argument and we can move on?
0: Yeah, let's go. Stealing, stealing is shitty. Stop stealing. Simple as that. You get caught stealing. Except
4: if you steal from lefty.
0: No, if you steal from lefty. <laughs> I got one. Like that <laughs> Yeah, I th- yellow dildo in the
2: background. Even...
1: What is that?
0: Oh, oh, I see. No, oh, you're... yeah, we
1: forgot about that. No, yeah, right What is me it? out.
0: I can't let you guys see all that. That's your wife now? No. does your wife know? She's not gonna know <laughs> Let me see. Oh, hold on.
4: There's some new RC toy behind Keenan in the video. About
0: That's fifty-eight so, inches of and thirty-five CC's of pure unadulterated action right
4: there. So is is this Titanic two? <laughs> 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 or three actually. There was a real Titanic, yeah, then three. you had Titanic two and now this is three. No,
0: this yeah. is a little different. All right, uh, Curtis Wong. Do races without set rules matter?
1: With what set? In America, they do.
0: Without set rules, look, stop, stop hammering on America, Max. Jesus, you <laughs> no, are the thing is well, like Let's be honest. Every this is
1: it's like layup. It's layup after layup, and I, I all I can do is just say like, hey, fix your shit. That's all I well, can say. you know what? It the comes down to like... at
0: the end of the day, it comes down to no proper federation. As much as we you criticize Afra... I disagree. They, they actually have... I disagree. It, look, if it wasn't for EFRA, you guys would have federations that have rules and guidelines and you guys race by rules and guidelines. I disagree.
1: You know why? Because we have a national federations as well. Oh, How you many mean, state like federations yeah, yeah. For the, for
0: the, Well, that's what I mean. Because
1: you have, without EFRA, every single European country would have an RC federation. Right, so every it, it single comes one. down to
0: the federations. America doesn't have a federation. Yeah. It has raw.
1: Yeah, they they, they barely yeah, have they a have. federal federation. That's- that's the only party.
4: race that has, has somewhat rules. Yeah, but every other race, yeah. pretty much. I mean, sometimes they have pre tech before the mains for tanks. Mm-hmm. If I bump up, they check my car carefully. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've been disqualified now twice. Yeah, I have. Can you believe that? So, get this. No, listen, listen, listen. I have bumped. Actually, both were truck also. I bumped from the B to the A twice. Uh, once in DNC and once Silver State. And was de- disqualified. The, the one at DNC was funny because they had some shitty scale and that showed that I was like 17 grams over or under. And they had another one where I was okay. <laughs> they had two. But <laughs> then I knew, the I, you know when under. I knew I was screwed? When the guy who would make the main, if I was disqualified, ran low C and then Adam Drake walks up, I'm like, I'm just going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he was a low C back then. So obviously the low C guy gets yeah. in, right? You, you know what?
0: So though, I knew I was done. It just comes <laughs> down to, it comes down to a club level. Like we kind of got on this about the, the guy letting the, the people in there to practice on practice day. You know what I mean? Like after yeah, practice know, day.
4: Jason Ashton winning the nationals and uh, well, his four CCs over. Eh. It's okay. He would have won anyway.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then they didn't disqualify
4: him. It's like that. You yeah, know? But the thing is, it's he so didn't. Funny. He, was, well, poor, he, he was at six it's minutes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So he barely made six minutes, and he was yeah. four CCs over. And then he he got the win still. So, yeah.
4: Like the guys I think, I don't heating think, up I don't their think... fuel tanks with uh, heat guns and uh, blowing with a compressor in them yeah. to make them bigger, you know. It, there's Where no are all the right.
0: tests? Where are the tests? Where are the results yeah. from the tests? Yeah, I, I think I or, think
1: it's just that America is set up differently. Yeah, people it don't is, really they, they don't race like the rest that. of the world. People don't either. really want that. Yeah. They
0: don't rest like like it's it's i never forget like people who go to a national race and they're like tech, like what's this? Like I have to, yeah, there's there's actually rules yeah. out there. But there's no federation enforcing I mean years ago and, there was a little bit different, but now it's just like a free for all. I like but, to say America is the wild, wild west of RC. It's simple as that. No, Anything but it's does. not
1: RC only because if you listen to what JQ said about motocross, uh, just then Michael S. jumping on an old guy or whatever, <laughs> or if you ever, uh, if you ever watch NASCAR or listen to any of the old stories, there's literally been times where people were like breaking tires and shit in NASCAR. And the race organizer said, "Hey, like you, you guys just can't run because your tires are too good. Like that's just America. It's, <laughs> it's like there's there are no rules, and it's it comes down to RC as well.
4: Well, Max, that's a broad. There are no rules. Thing. There are no rules until there are.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. All
4: right. <laughs> yeah. So if we have one like more that. question. And the thing, and
1: then... is, I'm not hating on America. It's different, and I'm fine with it." But when you ask what's wrong, I tell you what's wrong. You know, when you have issues like this, I tell you why the issue happens. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at someone else. I'm just I'm just the messenger here. I'm not hating America. I'm just telling you why it's different and why some things that you don't like happen. There are shitty things in Europe as well. If you ask me about them, I'll tell you. Now we're talking about America. That's why I seem so negative. So don't don't hate on me.
0: Oh, arrogant one. You just went. Your, your star is just, <laughs> no, it, it, it it's all good, man. It, 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 I, yeah. it just comes down to a club level and, and all that type of stuff too. So last yeah. question for we guys, before we get out of here, it's from my Thank buddy, God. my buddy, Eddie Fikes. Check him out guys. Uncle Eddie's all, uh, all purpose seasoning. I have a bottle. I love it. Uh, it's really good. He asks, cause I know he's thinking like the rest of the world. and I'm going to ask you one. It's He asks. Who is Mayako hiring?
4: I thought you were gonna say, Are you vaccinated? Keenan I had thought the that was gonna vaccinated. be the question. No. Are you you are vaccinated, aren't you, Keenan? I
0: have all three shots.
4: Yeah, yeah, he did. Did it all Free. three? Yeah. Did you fit, did it fix your arm? No. Oh, okay. Damn. Side effect that was.
0: Did you
1: problem. have him on your left arm or no, right? No, I arm? did
0: it all on my right arm. I don't I don't my left arm is I, I don't trust things it? like no just things like that hurt it a lot more you know what I mean like my left arm is like it's asleep <laughs> what? All the time
1: but do you do you have feelings
4: yeah
0: I do but like when I hit
4: my arm oh. when do we start our fundraiser hey that should be it we're gonna yeah. get your arm fixed uh it for thanks to the NNRC cup so with with this uh NNRC cup and the live discord uh, chats we have going during the races, we're gonna do some gambling. Oh, did I say that out loud? No,
3: no,
4: fantasy It's a skill-based yeah, game. Skill, skill-based game of uh, fantasy RC, and that's that's gonna get your the funds for fixing your arm. Yeah. So then you can. Yeah, uh, might uh, Then a- then your new name was what was it? Sausage just- Joe came up with it was lefty
0: yeah <laughs> was lefty
4: <laughs> was lefty all right well and that's all the questions okay. we had we have this to think th- of something we can, can make it happen
0: man we, we was only supposed to talk for an hour but you know that never happens when we get together
1: yeah uh please americans don't hate me
0: hate max everybody
4: hate please max. hate max a lot
0: all right guys i think that's it for today uh I don't know what else you guys have to say. It was a good weekend. Thank you, Max, for your help. Thank you to everybody that tuned in. I look at no. him. Go on, go on, go on.
4: Camera died. Oh, uh, yeah. It was good timing, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. you I, I can't believe you guys can't get the power adapters for your cameras. What's going on?
1: Mine is um, too new. Like, they don't have it for this battery
0: model. All right. Well, as you guys know... Uh, mine died. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, great.
1: Like, I think this is telling us we're going too, too long, dude. All right. Well, yeah.
0: anyway, guys, um, as you know, this podcast is brought to you by Lugs Racing Tires. Lugs Racing has over 55 years of combined RC experience. They've been testing treads, wheels, and rubber for performance. They have their Lugs Econ line, which has rate have was developed with racing budgets in mind high quality but lower cost means savings can be passed on to you the racer they also have their premium line their tqs but uh they provide pure for pure performance uh made using lugs, lugs custom molds and proprietary rubber compound tires are available in medium soft super soft mega soft and now long wear and guess what ryan reese uh i think he won uh truggy with it and nitro buggy with it uh, with lugs tires and intermediate, sorry, at uh at NN at, at AMS. So congratulations to him. I thought that's pretty cool. California guys coming over there and, and, and winning on the East Coast. So go to www.lugsracing.com. Use the promo code NNRC lugs in all caps and save some money on your order. All right, guys. So we've been going for two and a half hours. It's time to go. Uh we sh- we're- I'm planning a live this Thursday, everybody. It should be me, Tebow, and RC Kevin. So join us to talk RC. Uh, I want to talk to Tebow, see how his race was at AMS. Joseph, uh, one last sales pitch for Invisible Speed. This is the last weekend to get your last week to get. Last week? Yeah.
4: Mon- Next week's Monday, it starts. So if you buy it by Sunday this week, then you're in. There you go. And you cannot you can ask the viking where he's going and also mcbride you can ask them both where are you going
0: yeah and guess what the link for are that... they in the
4: same place maybe who has knows?
1: mcbride tested the Mayako yet
4: <laughs> who knows
0: <laughs> oh see look he's <laughs> turned off his camera now he can he can you know we can't see his eyes yeah now now yeah. he
1: can yeah now he can now he can sort of twist his face into all kind of directions and try to mm. sound convincing
4: all i know is invisible speed is going to be massive I believe so That's too. all I know. I believe so
0: too.
4: On road uh, update coming in the spring.
0: Yeah, hey, Hagberg's actually off on his way to Cleveland yeah. this weekend. This week. Uh we got races to watch this week. Uh F- Florida carpet championships. Mikhail Orlowski, Jorn Newman, uh Cav, all the guys that are going on to the race on the um on the on the yeah, carpet. No Schumacher control tire this concept. year. So no no I think control Schumacher tire. J.
1: Concepts will announce their their Cooperation, right? That's why these guys are going here. Mm. Schumacher and uh, Jake. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. They, they, they. Uh, yeah, they are. J-Con they're tire. starting sort of a. Yeah, they're starting a thing. Might be. I don't know. I don't know how that works because Schumacher is is a huge tire manufacturer in Europe. Mm-hmm. So or it's a bit it. weird combination, really. Yeah, but that. I mean, if it works, it works. Why not?
0: <laughs> I agree. Well, guys, you know what? We can't do this without you guys. So thank you to everybody that tunes in and listens to us. Ramble one. We did ramble quite a bit this week. Don't hold it against Max or JQ. Yeah. They love America. So do I. Yeah. And um, thank you. I want to your... come
1: there as soon as I can. And I love all the people in America. I don't hate the people. I just hate the system yeah. which they live in.
0: The people love you. Max. And I don't even oh, hate arrogant. that. Arrogant I just one. criticize it. Oh,
4: arrogant one. I hate. I hate oh. stuff that exists everywhere in the world love right.
1: everyone in the end, though. All well, the people, yeah. especially everyone want Except Joey Showers. TV.
4: Except Joey Showers. Don't <laughs> love him. Come
0: you on. love the Showers family. Love the Showers family. Shout out to them.
4: And Bornhorst. The Bornhorst I have something actually against people who share my name.
0: Yeah, must be. Well, don't worry. Yeah.
4: That's weird. What about, the
1: about Joey that. the Dirt? Are you friends with him these days?
4: I don't have any. Ill feelings towards him. He just doesn't like me.
0: What, and who can okay. imagine why?
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't why? know
0: why. Why does he not like you? There's a, there's a weird thing with people
1: not liking JQ. I don't know where that comes from.
4: Why? Well, I, I can tell I, you. You know? Oh god, here we go. <laughs> I just expect more out of people. You know, and when they disappoint yeah. me, I tell them that. They no, you, you just say it shit like
0: and then tell somebody to fix it, but give no way to like that shit. Make it better. Well, how would you like it better? Figure it out. No,
4: I do actually. I do actually. And I go way beyond what most people do to try and fix something. But some people just, you know, can't take a hint.
3: (laughs) I think love
1: love, love RC guys. Enjoy R C two thousand twenty two is is gonna be good.
3: Yeah, all right. Yeah.
1: And this weekend was fun. It's like yeah, let's get excited for next year, guys. Yeah, it's, it's, gonna gonna be be it's gonna be I'm great. Excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm like too. pumped up. Me too, so,
0: Yeah.
4: All right. We have to get all the rivalries going then for next year. Oh. We're gonna plan it all out.
0: Oh good.
4: Yeah. We let's... need we need rivalries to watch at the races. Okay.
0: I can feel yeah. the grey hair is popping up on me right now. Like I can just feel the gray We're hairs. gonna we're gonna uh-huh. pump
4: it up. Once silly season hits and we know what the hell's going on. We're going to find some good rivalries. Once it hits, we just had the
1: biggest move in RC since Tessman left HB last week. Oh, did you forget that? Because you've
0: been so involved in it, Joseph. Okay.
1: okay. We (laughs) don't know the facts
0: of it.
4: Yeah, exactly. So once we know everything and we know where everyone's going, then what we need to do is we need to identify all the points of potential friction and all the points of good rivalries. And then we need to promote them. If, if they don't exist, we will create them on this podcast. Exactly. We will say that Seth and Dalen, you know what? He left techno and said that, you know that guy whose voice doesn't match his body? <laughs> I'm going to kick that guy's ass. <laughs> You're UNC.
1: still on it. You're still on it. You
4: know, like we are going to find <laughs> some rivalries and then we're going to be like Tyler Jones versus Seth, you know. And then it's going to happen at the race and they're going to be battling and it's going to be way more exciting.
0: You know what? I could. I just don't understand why people why people think you're an asshole, JQ. I just don't get it. Just don't get it at all.
4: <laughs> anyway, um,
0: thank you everybody for tuning in. I'm going
4: to go and watch a YouTube video of Tyler Jones right now just to make sure that I'm talking about the right person. You
0: know what? I'm muting you. Goodbye. And you <laughs>
1: uh, I, I'm kind of intrigued what he sounds like because I never noticed this. I always felt he sounded perfectly fine. Yeah, so. JQ
0: is, that's his autistic uh, I don't know. Weakness, yeah. you know, find fault and everything he can, besides himself. What, would it be um, funny if he's
1: talking about the completely different dude?
0: Probably, <laughs> probably with him. <laughs> um. Anyway, guys, thank you to all the NNRC squad around the world for all your help and all your support. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, join the Discord if you can. There will be a link yeah. in this uh podcast for that, and be active in the I'm much we nicer on Discord. Yeah, we want you to be active yeah. on the Discord, not just come under yeah. like talk. We say hello, what's up, all that type of stuff. Yeah, um, it's and, gonna be good.
1: Yeah, people, people will be nice. People are nice. Just have a nice chat. Ask how your day is going. Show your RC cars. That people always love that. Show you what type of cars you're driving, especially yeah. if you have old cars. People love that a lot, oh, yeah. like nostalgic cars. And if you like to sure. geek so,
0: out in science mode, go in that Ask Arrogant Max part. Yeah, that's yeah. that's for that
1: anything you want to ask about rc cars anything you want to ask about rc in general as you can go into
4: the ask arrogant max it's, i I, have a feeling yeah, I, I post there a lot especially if you want secondhand information, information go there oh. and when you want first <laughs> then you go invisible speed that's that's where you get that
0: all right well joseph thank you for your time max thank you for everything this weekend i greatly appreciate it uh thank you everybody that tuned in shout out to uh, all the patrons of the podcast we can't do it without you guys and an RC squad, shout out to you guys. And I'm gonna mute JQ because I think he's gonna do something rude before I leave her. So um thank you. Conte just
1: unmute himself.
0: I might should just remove him. Um so we appreciate it, man. We have fun this weekend. We look forward to doing this more, maybe when we actually get to races as well next year. If we get to races, so your support with that is greatly appreciated and welcome. And um, yeah, you know what? Don't forget, we have sponsors of the podcast and showing them some love, shows the podcast some love. So shout out and thank you to Mayako, Beach RC, High Tech RCD, TNR Fuels, Techno RC, Lugs Racing Tires, Sun City RC Raceway, Racecraft USA, Papa Willy's Traction Tonic, <clears throat> Donovan RC, JQ Scale Motorsports, Invisible Speed, House of RC, RCGP. Wow, yeah. Thank you all. It's been a great, a great three years, and uh, stay tuned for NNRC 2.0. Joseph, do you have anything to say before we go? Max, do you have anything to say before we go?
4: Piss off. Um,
1: enjoy life and enjoy RC. Have a nice Monday, guys.
0: Yeah, have a great Tuesday.
1: Monday, Monday night. JQ I don't know when the when this is. Not is come a good Monday,
0: You know. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I enjoy life, so you should too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, if you ain't grinding, you're sliding. Nitro's the glory, but E-Boggy pays the bills. Everybody send a hate mail to JQ and sue him. And remember, his comments do not reflect the comments and thoughts of
4: the NNRC. The best if- way to hate on me is get the full course, invisiblespeed.net, sign up to the Discord and hate on me there. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, like I told you. if you even, hit- even Joe Bornhorst endorses it. He's there. He's hating on me daily. Oh my gosh.
0: You know what? It's time to end this podcast. It's just time to end this
1: podcast. This guy guy just keeps on going. Yeah.
0: Lefty, (laughs) Rupert Pumpernickels, and Arrogant Max out, everybody. Enjoy your day and thank you for the support.